0: This past Wednesday, on September 18, 2019, my dad died at his Glendale, Maryland home, preceded in death by his wife of 50 years, my mom, three sisters, and their spouses. He survived by his sister Patricia, his 10 children, Terry, Ellen, Kathy, Mary, Dan, John, Robert, Peggy, Bernie, five sons-in-law, two daughter-in-laws, and 17 grandchildren. My dad, in whichever capacity you knew him, whether it was George, Terry, Dano, Dad or Pop-Pop, was smart, charming, humble, strong, and witty. He was a friend to all who met him, and he would remember things about you that you knew you mattered to him. My dad grew up in a beloved neighborhood of Brooklyn and Washington, D.C. He attended schools in Washington, D.C., St. Mary's College Seminary in Baltimore, Maryland. He decided against priesthood and joined the Army during the the Korean War. After the Army, he went to Georgetown University Law School and then to Benjamin Franklin Accounting School, both in D.C. He worked as a lawyer for the Federal Trade Commission for 28 years. He met my mom, Patricia Ellen Murphy from Southeast D.C., fell in love, was married on September 21, 1957. They would have celebrated their anniversary tomorrow. He and my mom raised their 10 children in Glendale, Maryland, and were longtime members of the local Catholic Church. He was active in the community, helping start the CYO programs, coaching sports teams, volunteering for num- numerous events including fundraising events, block parties, tutoring students when he retired. Mom, da- my, my dad created and cherished his lifelong friendships with all he met. He enjoyed singing at the top of his lungs. He was an active member of the church choir and an avid sports player and fan, especially a fan of his children and grandchildren's teams. For you, if you met my dad, you were a friend for his life. Dad, for me, Teresa and Murphy, we thank you, we love you, and we will miss you. Now, as my dad would say, enough about him. Let's lace them up and play some football.
1: Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealance Grove. Your home for Sealance Grove Seals football. The Seelands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces all tackles, spins at to 35,
0: shakes off another defender to 5, spins into the end zone, touchdown Seals Grove Seals.
1: Now it's time for Seals Game Day from the hearts of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave
0: Hess. Welcome to Crispin Field in Berwick and welcome to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai and Lincolns in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the Strip in Humble's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess will join me shortly. Tonight, on Eagle 107, the Seals Grove Seals take on the 4-0 Berwick Bulldogs and the Seals look to get back back wins for the first time since 2017 when they beat Jersey Shore and Shikalimi to win the District 4 Championship. In 32 career meetings, Seals Grove trails the all-time series, 13 wins to 19 losses. This series has been off and on since 1961 when the Bulldogs beat the Seals 9-6. But under Derek Hicks, Seals Grove is 3-1 and will try to avoid losing two straight to the Bulldogs after dropping their 2018 game 21-7. to In the Seals' past three wins over Berwick, the Seals haven't scored more than 17 points while The defense has held Berwick to an average of 15 points per game in the last five matchups. As I bring Dave into the conversation, the Seals' offense was able to reestablish that offensive line and was very critical against the Chickalemi Braves.
2: That's right, Pat. They rushed for 146 yards against Chickalemi, led by Nate Schoen with 10 rushes for 84 yards and two touchdowns. The Seals' primary running backs, that would be Schoen, Hollenbach, and Ahmed had just two of their 19 carries go for negative yardage. That was a big step in the right direction.
0: And, and it was it was also great to see Nyland get into a fold. We knew Playmaker had to get touches, and, boy, they got him the ball. You have
2: to get your Playmakers the ball, and they did a good job of that against Chickalemi. When it comes to passing, Shock threw the ball for 173 yards and three touchdowns with no interceptions. That was a good night for Danny. For the first game this season, no interceptions. The offensive line, oh, and also the offensive line did not allow a sack against Chickalemi. And then when you go
0: into the passing department, we knew Nyland had to get touches on the ball, but also who got involved not only from his tight end position, but he's been a special teams gem from the puttering position. That's Wyatt Metzger.
2: Oh, absolutely. Wyatt Metzger has been absolutely terrific.
0: Yeah, he, he had his first, he had the first 100-yard game for any SEAL, this, and he had uh, the long of 69 yards for a touchdown when he got wide open against that Chick defense. Yeah, and
2: he now leads the SEALs in receiving yards with 157 yards and three touchdowns. And... Special teams are averaging, uh, for Wyatt, he's, he's averaging 39 yards a punt, which is very good for a high school kid. It's including a 51-yarder, and two of his five punts were down inside the 20-yard line.
0: And you had a chance to interview Wyatt Metzger during the post-game show, and, boy, you just gave him praise about he's the kind of kid that you love having on your team. He's a competitor, and he's been able to make things happen. When things weren't going well, he still stepped up from the special teams and really was able to, to – help the SEALs out uh, from a field position standpoint. But like I said, he's one that you've enjoyed watching so far here in 2019. Mm -hmm. So he's a guy we'll keep an eye on and see if they can continue to get him involved. You'll have to see if they do that and uh, if they're able to. Uh, get them involved. That obviously opens things up. And you said about the offensive line and we talked about it on the way up, Dave. This offensive line is going to have to continue to get better and better. They're going up against a really good defensive line in the Burger Bulldogs. Without question.
2: they they'd made a,
0: a huge, giant
2: leap forward against Chickalini. And I just talked to Derek about that in, in the, the pregame interview. And we both agreed that the offensive line is going to have to have a big night tonight. They're going to have to step forward. And, and, you know, and that's what they're going to need if they're going to get a win tonight.
0: Now we switch to the defensive side when you talk about what the Seals Seals, were able to do a week ago against the Chicago Braves in that win. The Seals defense held Chicago to 132 yards total offense in that game. The quarterback, Drew Balestrini, threw for only 33 yards Uh, passing on three completions did not complete a pass in the second half it was important for them to gain that confidence and also do it on the defensive side you better
2: believe it that was a huge uh plus for the seals and i I think that 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 confidence boost is going to go a long way for them
0: tonight. And it's going to have to because they're going up against a very good 4-0 Berwick team. has not giving up more than eight yards per game in their first four games. You know a lot about this Carm Francesco and his coaching and what he's done with these teams over the years. We'll talk more about him and a lot more as we continue with Seals Game Day here on Eagle107, Eagle107.com. We have a lot to cover. we got the other games going on, part of Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation, Lewisburg Green Dragons, and the Chicken Lemmy Braves. And again, We'll do all that as we continue with SEAL's Game Day, driven by Sunbear Motor Company here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com.
3: Weaver's Tire Service in Northumberland supports Sealands Grove Seals football and all athletes because like sports teams, Weaver's Tires customers come from all over and to prove it this season, tell Weaver's you heard this commercial on Seals football. No matter where you live and you get a super sports special. I don't know what it is. See Weaver's for details. They've got tires, passenger and commercial to farm, service, oil changes and inspection to repair, and two road crews to bring home the win. Weaver's Tire Service Route 11 Northumberland. Weaverstires.com and on Facebook.
4: Football season's here. Are you watching your favorite team on a small and bulky TV? Would you like to be able to see your team scoring that touchdown up close and personal? At Aaron's Rentals, they can help you take that TV home. Courtney at Aaron's says now's the time to come in and talk to her. There are great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery, flexible payments, easy pay, and six months same as cash. Visit Aaron's new location, 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove, or aarons.com slash Grove.
5: Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at MurrayChevy.com.
1: Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles.
5: Or new
1: We are Eagle
0: 107. Welcome back to Seals. Game, driven by Sunbury Merrick, company here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. We're at Berwick. Get away, watch. The 4-0 Berwick Bulldogs host the Seal and Grove Seals. But before we get talking more about this matchup going on here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, Schickle me fell to 0 4 last week. When they lost to the Steelers Grove Seals, so they're still trying to get their first win of the season, but it doesn't get any easier. They have to travel to take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So let's hear from the voice of the Shikolimi Braves, Kevin Hur, covering the Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com.
3: Well, thanks, Pat. We're here at Jersey Shore Thompson Street Stadium, as you mentioned, where Shikolimi takes on Jersey Shore. The Bulldogs coming in at 2-2. Two and two. Shikolimi coming in at 0-4 oh on the season. Chief, this game big for both teams. Jersey Shore has come off of a couple of tough losses. They're looking to bounce back. Schickelamy is trying to hit the reset button on the season after a good half of football, but just haven't been able to put four good quarters together.
7: Well, at Jersey Shore, basically, you know, they're they're right in the hunt for the for the league title. Also with the district trying to get a good position there, but uh, they've all, they've got a couple of wins. The Braves. Still 0-4, still looking for that first win. And again, these two teams I think match up very well. They, I think as long as far as their size, uh, the lines are basically about the same size. I think that you know we've got the same type of athletes, kids that really love to play the football game. I think it's going to come down to uh, who executes and does their job the best, as we've many times said. And uh, it's 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 a big one. We're halfway through the season already, and the Braves still looking for a victory.
3: Yeah, and I think one of the tough things about this Jersey Shore team, as many Sealands Grove fans know, they're a multi-dimensional offense. I mean, they're going to run basically a high school, what I like to call a high school version of the RPL, run-pass option. Mm-hmm. And Lorson not only can run the ball, but he can throw the ball quite well, almost has 1,000 yards passing to go along with 300-plus yards on the ground.
7: It's going to be the third game in a row where we've we've been up against, I would say, a really quality quarterback and uh, multi multi-dimensional. I know, I know Danny Schock didn't run the ball a lot, but he's learned how to run because he has to scramble. But uh, if you think about Callahan from uh, Sock, very good quarterback. And now with Lorson, another Lorson, Kevin. It seems like this town is There's full of Lorsons, yeah. <laughs> right? But he's he's a key. They're going to really have to concentrate on stopping him. And, and of course, with that, with that uh, option that they run, uh, you're going to have to be very, very good at, at at looking at your reads.
3: And this is a very difficult place to play here at Thompson Street Stadium. I don't know if it's the ride. I don't know if it's the mountains. I don't know if it's the lighting. But Chicago always struggles when they come up
7: here. I don't think we've ever played a game where we would get into a situation where we controlled all four quarters. We've been in games where... We get behind by two or three touchdowns, and next thing you know, we come back, and then in the fourth quarter, you know, Jersey Shore would rebound and and, and defeat us. Uh, and it just seems that it's one of those places that I know as I know when I coached. There's no room down there in the sidelines. You you've got kids right on you, and you, you know you're trying to keep them back off of the that white line, and and uh, it's just. It's bizarre. It really is. Well,
3: not only will you be able to hear us on News Radio 1070, WKOK, and WKOK.com and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app, but because of the close proximity everything is here on the visiting sidelines, you'll be able to hear us in the stands. And, well, I was told earlier this week that even the coaches every once in a while can hear us on the sidelines, well, too. I
7: know when I was down <laughs> the sidelines, I could hear you and Coach Hort all the time. I, we're really loud, though. So well, maybe
3: I mean, we're the exception to the rule. Uh,
7: you, it could be. could be.
3: <laughs> we'll have kids. Kickoff from Thompson Street Stadium coming up at 7 airtime on WKOK and WKOK.com is coming up at 6.30 with the Chief Dave Ritchie and myself, Kevin Her.
6: Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motor sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Humble's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915.
8: Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit sccv.com slash TiVo to learn more. Mark
9: and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone.
10: We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals.
9: We're also discounting every new 2019 Jeep Renegade up to $4,500, and we have over 25 to choose from. It's going to be a fun month.
10: So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570 988 Jeep or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com.
11: Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glick's installed the Heat & Glow inserts and in fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glick's Heat & Glow products.
1: Eagle 107
11: Welcome
0: back to Seals Game Day driven by Sunbury Motor Company or Eagle 107 Eagle107.com Pat O'Brien Ryan Brand is a former broadcast partner but we have Dave Hess getting his first opportunity here to cover the Seals Grove Seals at Berwick from the booth we appreciate him being here for 2019 and hopes he's here for quite some time and again Zach Showers and our producer Sean Carey as well we're going to talk more about this matchup and what the Berwick Bulldogs have been able to do to this point. They are 4-0. They dominated on the defensive side. And the only game that was close at this point, they beat Williamsport in a good matchup 17-10. But, again, we'll talk more about those that matchup coming up here very shortly. Lewisburg evened their record to 2-2 and with a win last week over Milton. They return home to play the 2-2 Shemokin Indians. It's time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com.
12: The Lewisburg Green Dragons take on the Shemokin Indians at Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium on the campus of Bucknell University. Both teams come into tonight's contest with a record of 2-2. Lewisburg defeated Milton last week and Shimokin lost to Southern Columbia. This is an important game for both teams in that it is a Heartland Conference Division 1 game and an important game for the District 4 Class 3A seedings. Last week, the Green Dragons got out to an early lead against Milton and coasted to their win. Lewisburg rushed for over 200 yards and threw for over 200 yards in that game. This is the type of balanced offense the Green Dragons must have to beat Shamokin tonight. Shamokin comes into tonight's contest after being defeated by Southern Columbia by a score of 62-0. Last year, Shemokin intercepted two passes in the first quarter against Lewisburg and returned them both for touchdowns before their offense even ran a play. Shimokin has two very athletic wide receivers in Matt Cicatano and Joey Maser, that should be a challenge for Lewisburg's young secondary. They run a 4-4 defense that flies to the football and tries to create turnovers. Lewisburg needs to limit their turnovers and play excellent pass defense tonight. It will be extremely important for the Green Dragons to get out to an early lead and play their brand of football. Game time is 7 o'clock with a pregame show at 6.30 and 100.9 in the Valley and WVLY.com. I am Greg
10: Wetzel for game day on Eagle 107. All right, Greg, thanks very much. Sean Carey with you in studios. we continue game day on Eagle 107. And games that we're looking at across the central Susquehanna Valley on our scoreboard page at Eagle107.com include Warrior Run at Mifflinburg, Montoursville at Loyal Sock, the Battle of the Bridge tonight in Lycoming County, Wellsboro at Hughesville, Jim Thorpe at Midwest, South Williamsport at Bloomsburg, Line Mountain at Millersburg, Milton at Danville, Mount Carmel at North Schuylkill, Columbia Montour Votech at Montgomery. You have the Battle of the Columbias tonight, Central Columbia at Southern Columbia. Upper Dauphin at Tri-Valley, and Newport at Halifax. Make sure you check eagle107.com. Click the banner High School Scoreboard for updates all night long. And, of course, we'll have the finals and highlights at the end of the evening with Sunbury Motors game night here on Eagle 107. Seals fans, don't forget our Facebook page. It's all Seals all the time. That's Seawans Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107 on Facebook. Give it a like. Take a break, and we'll head back to Crispin Field to continue game day with Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, and Zach Showers. Seals game day presented by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. Why are you running around
9: the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. It's that time already? Yep. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm's corn maze is open. <sighs> and I want to beat last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. Then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event and memory. You are so
4: corny. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm has 39 acres of great fun for everyone in the family. Not only can you navigate the corn maze, but you can try your hand at Pumpkin Chunkin and the Corn Cannon. Then hop aboard a hayride, grab your pumpkin from the pumpkin patch, and head to the Christmas shop and marvel at over 80,000 ornaments. They're giant selection of colorful, superbly crafted tree ornaments allow you to decorate your tree in just about any style you desire. Kohl's has the ornaments you can't do without. Remember, they have the largest selection of Christmas tree stands in PA too. Visit Kohl'sStoneyHill.com at Mexico Road in Milton.
10: For your next job, work at a place where folks have been there for years. A place where they become leaders and managers. A place called Duncan.
4: Hi, I'm Judy. I started as a full-time crew member at Duncan over 15 years ago. I worked my way up to shift leader. I'm happy to be part of a family that works with my schedule and always has training available. What's the best part of my job? My customers. We get to know them by name and often have a chance to make a difference in their lives.
10: Join the family at Dunkin' and you'll enjoy every day at work just like Judy. Apply now at groveburgcorporationjobs.com. That's grove, B-U-R-G, corporationjobs.com. Or stop by any Dunkin' location to apply and run with Dunkin'. Dunkin' is an equal opportunity employer. This is Eagle 107.
0: Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. It's the two and two Seals, Grove Seals, trying to make it back-to-back wins after winning a week ago over the Sick Braves, taking on the 4-0 Berwick Bulldogs as the Bulldogs under new coach. And uh, you have a lot of experience with uh, Carm Francesco, a lot of experience coaching against them, watching his teams play, and... Well, you had a lot to chit-chat about on the way up. And just the kind of approach he, atta- he takes, he's already instilled that in these kids here
11: at Berwick.
2: Oh, absolutely. First of all, they're going to come out like, they're, like their butts are on fire. I mean, they're going to be flying everywhere. Carmi is one of the greatest, Carmi Francesco—that that is, one of the greatest motivators I've ever met as a coach. We played against him when he coached at Danville. He had top five teams almost immediately when he started coaching there. And then we saw him at Shemokin, we saw him at Mount Carmel. And uh, he, he's just hes something else, that guy. I, I, I love him as a person, but he's
0: tough to compete against. Career record, 156 wins on 98 losses. Overall, his six-head coaching job. He started Cardinal Brennan, Danville, Schmokin, Upper Dolphin, Mount Carmel. He's played against Seals Grove while he was at Danville in ninety-five to ninety nine. Played against Seals Grove when he was at Chimokin, as you mentioned, 3 to oh six against Seals Grove when he was at Mount Carmel from two thousand ten to two thousand fourteen. His record against the Seals Grove eight and seven. His longest stay at any school's been seven years when he coached at Chimokan from two thousand to two thousand and six. And one thing we know he's going to bring to the table is going to be defense. And, boy, he has number seven, and you said it on the way up. He jumps off the film. That's Tegan Wilk. And uh, he, he's setting records here in interceptions, and, boy, he is someone that's going to throw his body around and make plays from the safety position.
2: Tegan Wilk is, is one of the most confident-looking players I think I've ever seen on film. He's going to East Carolina, Division One school, and that kid can total. he can fly. He, he has a nose for the ball. Like you said, he's probably going to set an interception record here. I think he's at 19 or something like that, which is is amazing. Uh, and and yeah, and they they have a bunch of weapons uh, defensively that are just you know, they're all over the place.
0: And talk about his record uh, last week was his 15 interception in his career at Berwick. He had five when he was a freshman at Southern Columbia. He returned the interception for a touchdown last week in their win. He picked off Danny Shock last year, and uh, he did a great job of baiting Danny Shock into throwing it across the middle. He read it perfectly and stepped what looked like it was going to be a touchdown for Seals Grove. Tegan Wilk did his work and got the pick on Danny, so Danny's going to be well aware of where he's at all night long. How important or how can he, as a young guy, try to look him off to get him to bite or Kenny, is a kid skilled enough that he's not going to go for the the fakes that Danny might throw around even though that may be a crucial way to, to deal with him back there.
2: You're going a, a kid who's as, as aggressive as aggressive as he is is going to move quickly. So you've got to mess him up with some with, For helping us. Animal Care Hospital Lewisburg loves what they do. And they love keeping our four-legged friends healthy and safe. All the preventative- he's he's been around a long time now. He's very experienced but can do that you know if if they we have the right game plan i think we can look that kid off and get him to move you just don't want to throw the ball near him and you've got to understand when he's staying just far enough away to bait you into throwing that ball that he's going to
0: pick and he's a multi uh, multi multi-dimensional on offense as well nine receptions 159 yards two touchdowns he also had 11 carries for 105 yards and a touchdown for Tegan Wilkin, again, he leads a defense that's just getting up eight yards per game rushing. His health team's a negative yards rushing twice. And also a player to watch is junior defensive end Mason Lobo, the first team All State as a sophomore, receiving interest from Mac Schools as well. So when you're putting that kind of talent around on your defensive side, along with the coaching staff, and, and we see with Bo Orlando, and if you don't know that name, he's an ex NFL player, played here at Berwick during, they're great teams. And we know what he's capable of doing, and he's also a guy that gets around here, and, it, and it's a big-time motivator as well. He's going to have these kids
11: prepare.
2: Absolutely. They're going to be prepared. And, and speaking of the defense, may I, may I step, uh, step out of my, my, uh, my zone here a little bit? Absolutely. I, I, I have to tell you that when I watched film on these guys, there were a few people that just jumped off the screen to me. And, and one was, was Mason Laubach, who's a, a defensive tackle. He wears number one. He's a fullback and he's playing defensive tackle, and the rest of the defensive line are, are, I think, is just their strength. And they're typical Carmi guys, Carmi DeFrancisco, because you'll never know where they're going. They're they're always going to be moving. They're in sprinter stances. They're getting upfield, and it's hard to get a pad on them, and that's going to
0: be a challenge tonight. And we'll see if Seals Grove can deal with that. It's going to be a huge matchup. We know that going in. But it's going to be a beautiful night for football here on Eagle107, Eagle107.com, as the Seals Grove Seals taking on the 4-0 Berwick Bulldogs. One of the other games we'll keep an eye on. It's the four tough game of the week, and it's Brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford. And again, we call it the tough game of the week tonight. It's the 3-1 Loyal Lancers hosting the 4-0 Montoursville Warriors. We'll keep an eye on that one all game night. Keep you updated on how that game's going. Again, that's our Ford, our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week Derek got a chance to chit chat with Dave down on the field prior to coming up here in the booth so curious to see what his thoughts are coming in tonight he knows he's in for a big challenge he knows that his team needs to grow and get bigger and better and stronger and faster and and this is where you need to come do that you got to see where you're at I was talking to Zach before we went on you really didn't know what you had against Southern everybody knows Southern's above and beyond most of the teams in the state and then you had Chickalemi who, who, Chick struggling, you know, to put athletes on the field. They competed, but Sealsgrove Grove was able to beat them. So really don't know exactly where they're at, but what a matchup here tonight. An opportunity for the Seals Grove Seals maybe to push themselves to a point where they want to be at mid-part of the season. So we are going to check in with uh, Coach Derek Kicks coming up to the bottom of the hour and hear his thoughts moving into tonight's game. All that and more as we continue with Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle Seven and eagle107.com
13: blaze alexander ford route 45 in lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed period whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle you're always going to find the lowest price at blaze alexander ford check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com, and we have one of the largest elections in the state of pennsylvania on new fords and pre-owned vehicles don't make a thousand dollar mistake make the drive to route 45 in lewisburg where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed blaze alexander ford route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys won't. Lake
6: Tobias Wildlife
13: Park. Adventure at its wildest at
6: Lake Tobias
13: Wildlife Park. And this
12: Saturday is their annual Founder's Day celebration. Complimentary pork sandwiches will be given out for
3: paid admissions while they last. There will be free face painting and free pony rides for the kids and price drawings, too. So bring the whole family to Lake Tobias Wildlife Park this Saturday from 11 a.m.
12: till 3 p.m. for the annual Founder's Day celebration. For more information, go to LakeTobias.com and go wild!
10: The 7th Annual Sunbury Brews on Lake Augusta is Saturday, September 21st from 1 to 5. Enjoy sampling over 35 wine, beer, cider, and spirits along the banks of the Susquehanna while listening to Kinsey and Runaway Stroller. Plus, axe-throwing for the guests to enjoy. Tickets available now at Eclipse Brewery, Brewer's Outlet, or online at Eventbrite for $35. Tickets purchased that day, if available, are $40. Get your tickets now before they're sold out. Brews on Lake Augusta Wine and Beer Festival on September 21st. Visit sunburyrevitalization.org. Seawands Grove Ford is proud to be part of the Seawands Grove community and happy to support our local students and athletes at every level. They say it takes a community to raise a child, and Seawands Grove Ford is proud to be part of a community that instills upon its youth the traits of preparation, hard work, drive, determination, and a great attitude. All are needed to be successful in school, business, and life. Good luck to all SEALs throughout your career from Seawands Grove Ford at the bridge in Seawands Grove. Go, SEALs!
3: Hummel's Wharf. TD, PAT, qb all are important when playing football. And here's an important ingredient for playing the game of life, CPA, as in Bill Booker's CPA. Bill's a great team member for all your accounting needs, income taxes, payroll, and bookkeeping. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business like your team on the field, Bill gets things done. He does the absolute best for all his clients. Get him on your winning team. Call him, William D. Booker, 374-7343, or visit him on Market Street in Seagulls Grove, right next to the American legion i can
13: still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet
4: remember when they were babies they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile
13: i still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling leave the shoes outside
4: (laughs) these floors have seen a lot and they still look so good they've got some good years left on them just like
13: we do honey
4: right you bet my dear you bet
13: carpet man in milton
4: flooring for life
1: Eagle107.com. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. This
2: Dave here with Coach Derek Hicks prior to the... Berwick football game. We're just going to ask Derek a few questions. Derek, uh, how's the team looking this week? Good,
14: good, good week of preparation. Uh, you know, coming off the win against Chickalamae uh, last week, they're
2: they're certainly motivated and uh, ready for the challenge. So, Derek, what, what does this game mean to you guys as a team? I, the Chickalamae win is good. It's a rivalry. It's all that all that good stuff. The Chickalamae ceiling grow stuff. But now uh, to have a marquee team like Berwick on your schedule, coming off a win, how do you feel this game could benefit your Cooper program? You know, I mean, Berwick's
14: a afford- 4A school, so you're, you're talking a, a team that right now is ranked in the state. Like you said, 4-0. Um, so it's certainly if we want to know where we stack up against
2: good 4A competition, uh, you know, Berwick's a great measuring stick for us. Yeah, and it's certainly a good time for your kids to step up and and see what they're, you know, just, just see what they got at this point, right? Yeah,
14: yeah, absolutely. I mean, Berwick's defense has just been lights out this year. I think they've given up 16 points uh, through four games, not uh, not given up many yards. I actually read somewhere. They've given up less yards than Southern has this year, which is uh, an impressive feat. So it'll be certainly a challenge for the offense. Uh, but defensively, you know they've got some physical linemen. Uh, their quarterback does a great job. So it's a good test for the defense again, just to kind of midway through the season, see where we're at. You
2: know I watched them on film, uh, just to limit it a limited bit I could, but the one thing that jumped off the screen at me to them was, was their defensive line and I imagine your preparations this week for that group were a little different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Coach Boss, uh, you know that guy,
14: you want to talk about a guy that puts time into watching film and to uh, getting his guys prepared. He's the one. And, uh, you know, Pete, Pete broke down film and he's got all their different blitz schemes and going over that all week with their kids, but uh, yeah, that front four with Mason Lawbaugh is uh, is really impressive. And then uh, th- their two backers do a great job. They're inside backers. Those guys fly of the football. So uh, you know our linemen have to be disciplined, have to get on those double teams and uh, they, they
2: certainly can't forget about linebackers. And then and then you, you switch you switch sides of the ball and you have a guy like uh Tegan Wilk
14: uh, to, to deal with Is that his first name, yeah, T- yeah, T- yeah. T- um, you know, it's funny. We've talked about him a lot this week because offensively, he's been an impact player. Yeah, uh, receiver, uh, he, uh, he's run some tailback for him, and uh, defensively, I mean, he, he's just he's an assassin on the defense. That guy, uh, you certainly don't want to hang a ball in his vicinity because it's either getting picked or a receiver's going to take a big shot. Yeah, um, and it's funny because you know, he's he's been up. Starting, it seems like forever now. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he reminds me a lot of our Hoover. And, uh, you know, you go back two, three years ago, and Tegan was built like uh, T. Hoover. And, uh, man, they're cut from the same mold. They're both tough kids, hard-nosed, and uh, looking to lay that big hit. And it's pretty ironic that they both have the same first name. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. T. Tegan, I mean, they're right there. But, uh, like I said, he, he he's definitely their most impressive player. Just the way he gets around the field.
2: Uh, uh, you've got to know where he's at at all times. Now, as a defensive coordinator, when you when you coach against Carmi DiFrancesco, you're coaching against a different kind of animal. Am I correct?
14: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Carm is first of all, his kids are going to be wild. Um, yes. he, he's gonna he he's a great motivator. Um, one thing that you, you can tell that the Berwick guys that were here are kind of. The, the, they've got some control because the, the offense is still the old Berwick offense, yeah. uh, which, which made things nice because, you know, go back to previous year's film, looking at what worked, what didn't work, uh, what calls we were successful with, but uh, anytime you throw Carm out there, there it, it's going to be a bunch of wild men. Yeah, that's exactly right.
2: You almost feel like he feeds them raw meat
14: between practices or something. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, like I said, I, I don't know what he does in the locker room,
2: but he definitely gets some snort and fire before they come out. He does. They're a motor You are absolutely correct. Now, Coach, um, I I see some of the power stuff, some of the jumbo set that Coach Curry Used to run. you yep. is that anything that Co- Coach Karm had done elsewhere, or is this is this something new for Coach Karm? No, this is new. Um, you know, like it's like you
14: said, this has been going back to uh, to George Curry and uh, Frank Sheptock kept it in place with his guys, and uh, that that jumbo set with the two backs right behind your garden tackle. Um, you know, they're they're just going to look to power power football at that point, and uh, you know, credit credit to them because it's something that. It it makes you game plan for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we got to pack the box and go
2: mano y mano at that point.
10: Yes, yes.
2: And uh, how about the zone read that we're seeing, Coach? That quarterback, it looks like he does a pretty good job with that. Any any plans for that? Yeah, I mean, the
14: biggest thing there we talked, um, Law Ball, the quarterback, reminds me a lot of uh, Tanner Lorson from Jersey Shore. The way he throws the ball, he's athletic. And, uh, you know, the big problem we had at Jersey Shore is we were overrunning things. We didn't, backers weren't being patient. We weren't taking those points proper backside angles uh, so that was something we drilled this week because when you watch him on film, a lot of cutback, you know, he'll get wide press the defense wide, plant the foot and he's coming back, so we work with the backside backer, the outside backers on proper angles and staying home and being patient because he's looking for it
2: And coach, I'm seeing a, a pretty typical Carmen De Francesco offensive line there in that they're pulling guards all over the place, there's a lot of counteraction they're pulling guard and tackle from the backside running the counteraction and stuff like that Okay. You, do you think that this is a pretty good opportunity for you guys with the Seals defense to mix it up and, and make, create some confusion in there and, and maybe take advantage of some of the spaces they, they, they vacate when they pull?
13: Yeah,
14: um, you know, last week uh, against Shikalemi, I thought Trey Bainey especially did a great job when guards were pulling. Uh, he rode right in their hip pocket and made a couple tackles for loss. Um, so any anytime somebody's pulling, uh, any kind of penetration, front side, backside, is going to be huge that's going to disrupt the place so uh, we're certainly going to try and dial up dial up some blitzes when we think that's coming and uh, just
2: try and disrupt those poolers coach speaking of dialing things up if there's one this could be the last question sorry I'm not gonna hear all that. no 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 uh, if there's one thing you could dial up on your team one 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 aspect of your team you'd like to dial up and get better at tonight to seal the deal for the win what do you think that might be yep yeah. Uh, the way their defense is playing I I think it
14: it comes on our offense too. We can't... uh you know, like we did early against Southern. We can't have a three-and-out punt, give them a short field. Uh, because at some point, that, that becomes really hard on the defense. So, you know, not even if we don't score, we've got to get some first downs. We've got to flip the field. And if we can do that, eventually those scores are going to come. Uh, because at some point, we're going to get a short field, and then we need to take advantage.
2: God bless you, Coach. Thank you. Good luck. Wish you all the best. All right. Thank you. Yep.
4: You know you go to DQ when you think blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. Try the two for $4 super snack, regular fries, cheeseburger, pretzel sticks, any size soft drink, small sundae, two-piece chicken strips, mix and match any two. And also try the new cinnamon roll shake. Tell the whole stadium, fan food. Before the game, after the game,
3: and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen. Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip Sealand's grow. Go Seals. Go DQ. Fan food, not fast food.
10: Here's Kyle from WNL Subaru to introduce the new draft picks for the impressive 2020 Subaru lineup.
11: Check out the newly redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models. They offer a new, rugged, and sporty design and upgraded technology with 11 inches of touchscreen control.
10: Come explore the 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models today at WNL Subaru in Northumberland or during the Bloomsburg Fair on C Avenue.
11: Drive like a champion with a new Subaru from WNL. Find us online at WNLSubaru.com.
10: Why
9: are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. It's that time already? Yep. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farms Corn Maze is open. <sighs> and I want to beat last year's time. You went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. Then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's
4: ornaments for every event and memory. You are so corny. Check out ColesStoneyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Coles Hill Tree Farm on Mexico Road Milton or at ColesStoneyHill.com. Eagle
0: 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sun Mary Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. The Berwick marching band entertaining a crowd on another, and this is becoming redundant. Beautiful high school football night as the Seals grow Seals have traveled to take on the Berwick Bulldogs. Again, you want to listen throughout the game, we'll bring you the Blaze Alexander Four Tough Game of the Week, brought to you by Blaze Alexander Four, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. Appreciate Derek Hicks checking in with Coach Hess, prior to game time, and you, you, you hear the excitement, you, you hear the uh, the want and desire of Coach Hicks for his team to really turn a corner here, and he knows against a Berwick Bulldog team not only is going to be a challenge, but that's what you're looking for. You want to put a challenge on the field and see how your team reacts, and they're going to have to deal with a great defense against Berwick Bulldogs. And offensively, the numbers got better after the win last week against the Chickalemi Braves. Total offense is still very low, 176.1 yards per game. That's got to get better, and it's got to get better. And, Derek, Dave, this is where I know it falls right into your lap. It's got to get better from their rushing attack. we got to get to a point where we're well over 100 yards per game. Right now, we're at 85.8 that's got to get better if you want to be able to compete at the level that Berwick's going to put you at.
2: Absolutely. Uh, 85.8 yards per game just isn't enough. and, and. It's time for for that offense to to prepare for war because you're going to have to have a war to be successful against this football team tonight. We've been in many wars with with uh, Di Francesco teams over the years, and it it seems that every time we won, it was it was a knockdown, dragout battle, and that's that's what the offensive line has to do. They've got to stop thinking about things. And get after people. It's got to be a non-thought process where you're just going out and reacting and playing football. And if you see the
0: rushing attack can get better and be able to keep the Berwick defense a little off balance and maybe improve on the ru- on the passing side. But again, passing side struggling as well. Just 90.3 yards per game. They've only rushed for four touchdowns all year. Passed for five. And it, you got to look all the way back to the Lewisburg game where you felt it was a good competitive team where they look good with the balance. They had two touchdown rushes, two touchdowns through the air, and that's the kind of balance you're looking for. They're only scoring 16.1 points per game. That's got obviously better and it's going to have to start here tonight against his team. So we're looking at all those dimensions and the balance, and it's all going to start right where your heart sits in that offensive line and to be able to handle what you've already talked about, promoting that defense for Berwick, starts at that defensive line. This offense is going to have a huge challenge. Absolutely, and, and
2: this is going to be probably the second-best defense they'll, they will have seen all year, there's no question. I think so. But on the other hand, um, I, I really think that –
0: Look at it, and and they've got to be mentally prepared. Well, and then they're going to be dealing, we talk about the defense as we look at Berwick defense, total only giving up 109.5 yards per game, rushing department, now depending on what media and what stats you look at, it's about 12 yards per game, some have it as low as 8 yards per game, they're giving up on the ground, in the air, 96.7 96.7 yards per game through the air. So not only are we hoping to Seals Grove improve on that, but also the challenge is going up against a defense that has shut teams down over the first four weeks. Williamsport, Abington Heights, you know, and, and going through in Pittston. I mean, in Wyoming Valley West, they have shut those teams down. And not only sometimes you see it defensively, maybe they're shutting down an offense that can run the ball well, but they've given up some yards. This team is doing it from both sides, the rush and the pass, and you can't stay in. Up. what a challenge this is going to be for the seals Grove seals and we've already talked about where it starts on that defensive line when you add a safety that can ball hawk around that defensive backfield it makes it even that much tougher look at it four points per game that's what they're giving up so far shutouts they've already had two shutouts this season they force only two fumbles which is interesting however seven interceptions on the season with two of them be returned for touchdown danny shock is going to have to be smart with the ball and not take a lot of chances because those chances could turn into easy touchdowns going the other way no question we have to, if we're going to throw the ball it's got to be the high percentage stuff that
2: the, the um the shorter stuff get danny some confidence we're also going to have to throw them off with some with some run fakes some play action and Danny's going to have to do a real good job of, of looking off receivers. And, and basically, it's just going to take this whole group uh, just stepping forward, taking another giant leap forward to, uh, to meet what Berwick's going to
0: put on the field. Look at what these teams have done up to this point. Sealsgrove Grove again sitting at two and two. They got off to a opening season win over Lewisburg, 28 to eight, before falling to Jersey Shore, 36 nothing, at Jersey Shore. They return home to take on Southern Columbia. They lost that one where they got shut out in that ball game. But then again, Sealsgrove Grove won last week over Columbia, 37 to six. Now after tonight, they'll be back home, taking on the Lowell Sock Lancers, and then they travel to Shemokin, return home for back-to-back games against Central Mountain and Danville Do the Seals Grove Seals before finishing out the season at Montoursville. Now, for the Berwick Bulldogs, after tonight, they will be uh, at Valley View. They return home against Hazleton. They'll have back-to-back road games, Crestwood and Dallas, and then they'll return home against Wilkes-Barre area. So their schedule, it, it's very difficult as well. And We always know Seals grow Seals try to put their best schedule together, put the most competitive team in front of you. But uh, right now, it's about trying to take on the Berwick Bulldogs at Crispin Field. Now, the last five games that Seals Grove has had against the Berwick Bulldogs last year, they lost 21 to seven. That was a seven nothing game at halftime, and Danny Schock was running for his life in that game. So he's well aware of what Berwick would do defensively, even though it's under a different coaching staff, but it's a lot of the similar faces. So I know that that's in the back of his mind as well. So, you know, talking about growing up, he's only a sophomore, trying to get past that element of it, but his freshman year was tough playing against these dogs. He was running for his life, eight sacks and got hit tremendous amount of times last week in that ballgame.
2: Danny has been through it. He's been through the wars and and he knows what this game is going to be all about tonight and I'm sure he's being, he's preparing. I walked uh, uh, down by right past him on a field as he was warming up when I was going to interview Coach Hickson and, and I, I just said a few things to him. He, he had the look of a man who was concentrating. Uh, he was he he was in a different he was in a different place than I was. Uh, he he's focused and, and
0: this could be a breakout night for him. We'll see what happens. In 2017, Seals Grove won now one 17 to six. They won in 2016 and 15. Both games finished up 17 and 14, 17 to 14. And back in 2014, Seals Grove was leading in that game going into halftime. Would end up falling to the Berwick Bulldogs 22-21. So it's been some real competitive games against the Berwick Bulldogs, and we're hoping to get that here again tonight. They're 3-2 and two in the last five games, looking to get a big win on the road to help propel them into the second half of the season. Talk about Danny Shock. His number's 30 for 58, 361 yards. With his touchdowns a week ago, he's at now at 5. He does have three interceptions. He's only completing 52% of his passing, so he's looking to improve on that. He's also rushed for a touchdown on the season. You talked about a day from the rushing department, and Danny or Nate Schoen got off to a great start. 157 yards against Lewisburg to open the season on 25 carries. Right now he sits at 47 carries, 231 yards, three touchdowns, under five yards a carry. We talked about Nate Schoen and how we've seen him progress in his ability to run the ball. And he's going to have to stick with that, not look to run everybody over, see if he can find those openings like he did against uh, Schicklemi last week and the first week out against Lewisburg, and to be able to, as Derek talked about, move the chains and not have a lot of three and outs. you got to be able to keep the ball and keep the ball for long possessions and a potentially putting points on the board.
2: Yeah, if you look at his numbers, I mean, it, it, he, he got those numbers in, in – the first game and and the fourth game uh, there was not much those two in between so if he gets a performance out of his offensive line I could see him really breaking out too I, he, but the, the offensive line has to come boy I sound like I'm redundant <laughs> I keep saying the same Don't thing but, what is but it's the it's, facts it's, it's the in facts. the hands it's of where we are yep. yeah, those big guys have to perform tonight they gotta come off again they've just gotta
0: go out and play their game and they've gotta be super aggressive the other guy he goes to Dina Hollenbach. He got some carries last week. He's up to 26 carries for 103 yards. He's averaging four yards a carry. In the passing department, you'll see Josh Nyland. He goes over 10 catches on the season. He's now at 11 catches for 135 yards, two touchdowns. We talked about Wyatt Metzger last. He's now up to six catches for 157 yards and three touchdowns after 114 yard performance a week ago on three catches and two touchdowns he has the longest to date here in 2019 with a 69 yard touchdown catch to start the second half so he's a guy we would like to see stay involved as well I I love Wyatt
2: Metzger Um, when I interviewed him uh, at the end of uh, last week he he was still angry you know he was one he was he was not a pleasant kid but he's a great guy don't get me wrong but he is a kid who's focused. He has great leadership skills because he is so competitive. And I think he comes from a competitive family. I, I know his parents. You know, <laughs> I think he comes by that honestly. But I, I really like his attitude. And he's a guy who can be a game changer because he does make those big plays. And with his leadership skills
0: and his attitude, I think that he's a... He's a good team player. Tonight so after the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region with the Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night after the game here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. We're going to take a break, come back getting ready to hear from Dave as he's going to tell us what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals and so much more as we Ray getting kick this one off at the top of the hour. This is Seals Grove football, and it's uh, Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com.
4: You know fall is the perfect time to take a day trip to visit the many local and New York wineries, breweries, sporting events, and much more. And the professional chauffeurs at Central PA Limousine and Car Service will help make it a day to remember. Choose from their fleet of luxury sedans, custom-built limousines, or shuttle vehicles that can seat up to 27 passengers. Like Sealands Grove Football, experience excellence in motion with Central PA Limousine and Car Service. For details, call Central PA Limousine and Car Service at 570-556-4777 or visit cpalimoride.com.
8: Aubrey Alexander Toyota is overstocked with pre-owned vehicles. We have cars starting at $69.88 with a warranty. Payments as low as $199 a month with zero down to qualified buyers, and it's not a lease. We have over 50 certified Toyotas on location with powertrain warranty coverage up to 100,000 miles. If it's a new Toyota you're looking for, we have over 200 in stock and ready to go. With service after the sale that's second to none. Only at Aubrey Alexander Toyota. We're on the strip in Sealand's Grove, and remember, tell them Johnny sent you
9: we all have a
12: path in life some play on the field others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior wherever your path takes you we will keep you on it at UPMC Susquehanna our top rated orthopedic team sports medicine specialists and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the
1: team call 570-321-2020 107 is W.E.G.H. Northumberland Sealands Grove, your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Now from the stadium are
0: Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. The Seals Grove Seals have taken the field. They're all white uniforms and white helmet and shortly we'll see the Berwick Bulldogs 4-0 coming in tonight been completely dominated in their first four games to get off to a 4-0 start. As we continue with Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company or Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Dave, always throw it to as you're wrapping things up, get ready at to the top of the hour to get this one underway. What's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals? And don't be hesitant to be redundant. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive line. <laughs> no, hey, well, yeah, that, but
2: also... We're going to have to overcome the Carmi psych because he is going to have these kids wild when they come on the field. There is going to be a flurry of activity. There's going to be all kinds of of high-speed hits, high-speed people flying to the ball. They're going to have to 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 stay with them and and do battle. And and, and they're going to have to, to be at war with this group from the first kick until the last whistle. We're going to beat them. That's what's got to be. But, of course, we've got to straighten up the offensive line. We've got to get better. Defense has to step to the next
0: level. All that good stuff, Pat. And the one thing that we talked about and people think we're crazy because the Seals lost 76-0 to Southern, but we saw a different mentality and a different approach. Against Southern Columbia than we did against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. There's no
2: question. When the Seals came out against uh, Southern Columbia, they flew around the field and they were hitting people. And that's what they're going to have to do
0: tonight, and they're going to have to do it for four quarters. See if we can get that out of the Seals. Grow Seals on the offensive side and the defensive side. This is Ven Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's in the North Fourth Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia routes 11 and 15 on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Going through the starting lineups, looking at for the Berwick Bulldogs on the offensive side, senior Ryan Lombaugh. He's the quarterback. In the backfield, you'll see Aiden Mason. He's returning from illness a week ago, just a sophomore, but a speedster. Also, you'll see Eric Montes and Alejandro Lopez in the backfield for the Berwick Bulldogs. Receiving core, Tegan Wilk, Preston Robbins, also Antonio Beretta. Also, Blake Maurer is a part of the receiving core. Tight end is Blaine Cleaver. The other split-in will be Sean Sheptak. The offensive line, good, strong offensive line starts with the center. He's a senior, Nick Heimbach, number 66. The guards, Cashman Craig. The tackles, Lanning and Zaluco for the Berwick Bulldogs. For the Seals, Grove Seals on the offensive side, Danny Schock, sophomore quarterback. In the backfield, we talked about Nate Schoen. You'll see a lot of Dean Hollenbach. He's more of the speedster, gets to the edge. Number 23, he's a senior for the Seals. Also, the receiving core, Josh Nyland, senior. Number 7, Brett Ford, the junior, along with Christian Kantz. Christian Kantz, a senior as well. See if he can get involved. The tight end, Wyatt Metzger, we talked about the evening he had a week ago. Went for 114 yards and two touchdowns. See so if he can get involved early for the Sealers Grove offense. The offensive line, Trey Bainey at center. Miller and Showers, that's Micaiah Showers at the guard positions. Nick Schaefer and Vance Metzger are the tackles for the Sealers Grove Seals offense. So, again, the Sealers Grove Seals offense is going to be a big part of this, just as much as on the defensive side. Get ready for the National Anthem. And after we hear that, you know we are close to getting things kicked off here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. So we'll quad the mics and give respects to the flag here from Crispin Field in Berwick. National anthem again from Crispin Field here on Eagle 107 and Eagle 107.com. Just moments away from getting this one underway between the Seals and the Bulldogs. On the offensive side, the of Berwick Bulldogs, you'll see Aiden Mason. He has two games over 100 yards rushing and is averaging 9 yards per carry. He didn't play last week, as we mentioned, due to illness. Ryan Lombo has been a very efficient running back for the Bulldogs as well. He's averaging over 100 yards passing per game, completing over 63% of his passes. He has thrown just two interceptions and five touchdowns for the Berwick Bulldog offense. The second leading rusher with 30 carries, 180 yards, and two touchdowns. He's averaging six yards per carry. He's only been sacked just two times. He has fumbled the ball ten times and has lost it five. So see if Seals Grove defense can take 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 advantage of that, as they did a year ago where they forced opponents into 18 fumbles. So that would be a great opportunity if you see it on film. A guy's loose with the ball. You know, whatever's going on with him bubbling that much. But then the other side of it is got to have the hats around the ball, white hats jumping around the ball, white uniforms
2: to get the loose balls. You better believe it. And I think one opportunity to get some turnovers <laughs> is their quarterback. He, I noticed on film he carries that ball out away from his body all the time. I'd be focused on that if I were the defense. Uh, but, uh, yeah, turnovers have to be a part of our game plan tonight.
0: Top performers versus Berwick over the years, past 10 years. Logan Livey had 176 yards in 2017. Javon Batts rushed for 118 back in 2014. Jared Inch had 96 yards in 2017. Joe Kahn had 17 tackles in 2016 against the Berwick Bulldogs. Tony Dresser had a sack and a half in 2014. But also Joe Kahn had three interceptions back in 2016. Looking for a performance like that. So we are just... About underway. Burberry Bulldogs will get the opening kickoff. You'll see Teagan Wilks standing at his own 10-yard line along with Aiden Mason and also number 21 on the far side. That is Lopez standing inside their own 10. It's a swift kick. It will go away from the return man. Now take a bounce at the 20. Still down to the 20-yard line. Seals Grove covers it well. Aiden Mason came up to get it, but it was a swift kick, and there was a confusion up front. Aiden Mason came up, picked it up, Seals group covered it well. Berwick will have it first down and 10 for their first offensive possession of the night. Looks like the market at the 25 yard line. It'll be a first down and 10 for the Seals, excuse me, for the Berwick Bulldogs. Look at defensively for the Seals. Up front, Nate Schoen playing at defensive tackle position. Trey Bainey and Vance Metzger. The linebackers, Brandon Hile and Scott Kissinger on the outside. Micaiah Showers and Wyatt Metzger on the inside. And the middle linebacker will be Nate. Nick Schaefer, the defensive backs, Josh Nyland, and Brett for the corners, along with Teague Hoover, the safety for the Seals Grove Seals defense. Mason goes in motion. Quick pass out to Mason, and he doesn't make the catch. In and out of his hands, hits a turf, and the Seals Grove Seals were on top of it just in case it was a lateral. They call it a pass. It falls incomplete. So it'll be a second down and 10 for the Berwick Bulldogs after the quick attempt of the pass there. Berwick just ran a trips left,
2: a bunch formation, three receivers right together. They motioned the running back behind them and threw the ball to him,
0: but he, he missed the ball. So it'll be a second down and 10 for the Berwick Bulldogs. Just underway, no score. Second down and 10. Mangos in motion is Wilk. Fakes it to Wilk, keeping his log ball off to the left side. It's going to get maybe two yards on the carry, and that's going to be it. So it'll be a second down and eight for the Berwick Bulldogs. One of the things that Ryan Laubach does very well, that's Berwick's
2: quarterback, is he runs a great zone read. And that time they they motioned Wilk through. He made the die, or the, the run fake to Wilk, and he, uh, he pulled it out. He thought that he had the read that would give him the run. And the Seals were there. They did a good job. And they're well, and
0: about two and they're well aware of what Wilkes potential the is eight, there we, we spotlighted him about his ability to do it from the run and from the catch Two wide receivers split to each side. Don't make it one to the left and two to the right Lauboff drops back. He's got some time looking over. He got a man makes the catch and he's gonna have enough for a first down As Brett four comes up along with Teague Hoover, but it will be enough for a Berwick first down as a quick throw that time and reception by Cleaver for the berwick first down That blaine
2: cleaver is he's an exceptional looking kid he's six feet three 219 pounds he's a tight end and an outside backer and he's an impressive kid
0: he, he jumped out on film and you talk about a lot of times does the uniform wear you or are you wearing the uniforms and boy you talk about number nine cleaver he's definitely wearing the uniform oh yeah he looks like a player two wide receivers split to the left first down and ten for the berwick bulldogs what goes in motion He's going to get it this time, trying to get to the edge. See his speed being caught from behind. Micaiah Showers will tackle him after about the seven-yard pickup. So it's going to be, look at him six. It'll be a second down and four as Micaiah Showers is able to get the Wilk on the on the end around. So Micaiah Showers did a very
2: nice job. Teague Hoover contained that football. It was going to go outside. Teague Hoover from the free safety position about 12 yards off the line of scrimmage got to the line of scrimmage and turned that back
0: in. So big second down play here as Berwick has it at their own 44-yard line. Shotgun formation. This is going to... Be a keeper to Lawball. He'll have a first down as he gets to the 49-yard line. It's still in Berwick territory, but a a good run that time by the quarterback, straight up the middle off the fake, got the first down for the Bulldogs. And Micah
2: Showers had a shoelace tackle, or he would have been. It would have been a lot more yards.
11: Good
0: job by Micah Showers. Just got him. Long ball coming in tonight. 433 yards passing with five touchdowns. He has 180 yards rushing and two touchdowns. You see his ability to run the ball here. Two wide receivers split to the right this time for the Bulldogs. Blitz being shown by Schaefer. He comes. A lot of time for long ball. Deep down the right sideline to the hash. Catch is going to be made. Nyland on the coverage. He makes the tackle at the five-yard line. Making the reception that time for the Berwick Bulldogs as he got beyond the defense. Number four, Sean Sheptock, the junior, at 6'2",
2: 202 pounds. Yeah, the Steel's got no pressure on the quarterback there. and. Uh, the secondary allowed Sean Sheptak to get behind him. It was a perfect throw. Uh, perfect throw by Ryan Laubach.
0: And it sets up the Berwick Bulldogs. First down goal to go at the five. Sheptak comes off the field after making the big catch. Laubach under center. Wilk behind him. The lone back in the backfield. They go with the tight formation, the two-tight end look. Montes goes in motion to the right, and that's where Wilk's going to go. He's at the goal line, stretches it out. It'll be a touchdown for the Berwick Bulldogs. Touchdown. 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 So with a big pass play, getting it down to the five-yard line, finished off by Wilk off the right side, good push by the offensive line, and it puts the Bulldogs on the board first on their first drive of the night. Attempt the extra point here for the Berwick Bulldogs will be number 18. That's Hinkle, sophomore, 5,747 pounds. He will attempt the extra point here off the Wilk hold. Berwick Bulldogs confidently take it down the field with the rush and then the long pass and finished it off with the run. Snaps good. Wilk puts it down. The kick is up. It's a line drive. Hits the upright and no Good. So the extra point no good for the Berwick Bulldogs, but they do get on the board first, and they lead 6-0 following a seven-play drive covering 75 yards. Took two minutes and 57 seconds to get on the board. Extra point no good, and it's a 6-0 lead for the Dogs with 8.59 to go here in the opening quarter. Again, Wilk finishes it off with a five-yard touchdown run and that's the Seals grow Ford drive summary. And the big play was the, the long throw to Sean Sheptock. We,
2: if we're going to have a shot at a team like this, we cannot give up big plays. That, that's just a huge
0: no-no for this team right now. And then finished off easily with a good offensive line push, that five-yard touchdown run by Wilk. And it puts the Berwick Bulldogs up 7 6 nothing. And when you talk about where these two teams are, you have an undefeated team at 4-0, oh, very, very confident, feeling very good about their first. Seals Grove still trying to find themselves. They did get a big win last week, but was it a very quality win? You're not sure. Now's a big question. Can the Seals Grove offense answer that touchdown? And that's what we're going to have to see. Yeah, we're going to find out a whole lot about the Seals right now with this drive a long kick, short though, excuse me, a high kick, but short to the 10. This is Nyland on the return. He's finding a wall to the 30. Gets to the 35-yard line, and he'll be tackled there. Number 17 on the stop on the special teams, that's Noor, just a sophomore, backup quarterback. He makes the stop, good run though by Nyland and gets a good field position at the 35-yard line. Yes, Yeah, Seals, uh, they,
2: they walled to the, the left, coming to our sidelines, the Berwick sidelines, and there were some nice blocks there, and, and Nyland got some good yards. They're starting on about the 35-yard line.
0: And huge key for your sophomore quarterback to have it at the 35-yard line much more comfortable situation as you're trying to get a good possession here first down at 10 first offensive play for the sealers grove seals danny shock in a shotgun formation going in motion is nylon fakes it nylon give it to shown hit the backfield and he'll be slammed to the turf that was a trap uh, and
2: uh, Berwick just ate that up uh, their linebackers reacted straight up the gut right to
0: the a gap where he's supposed to run that play there was just no room Mason Lombok in on the stop there. Defensively up front, you'll see Montez, Slavinsky, Hughes, and Lombok. The linebackers, Cleaver, Saluko, and Ryan Lombok, the linebackers. Defensive back, Sheptock and Beretta. And the safety is Wilk for the Berwick Bulldogs defensively. Second down and 10 for Shock rolling to his right, Look looking. Now he's going to take off and run with it. Gets away from one tackle, still bit, spit it. Shows some strength, makes a positive play to set up a third down and eight. That quickly for the sealless Grove Seals.
11: That?
0: that
2: was a pretty tough run by Dan. I mean, he was he had a lot of company in the backfield with him there, and there were just no receivers open that I could see. Uh, that that was a heads up run by Dan. He there's a lot of traffic there, but he uh,
0: he struggled and got about three yards, three and a half yards. Make it about third down and a long seven. Seven forty-four to go in the opening quarter. Six nothing lead for the Berwick Bulldogs. Back in two thousand nine, the Berwick Bulldogs got the lead first. Six nothing. Seals go over a run off thirty-four unanswered point and win that one. Back in two thousand nine, here at Crispin Field. Chuck under pressure, rolling to his left. He's got green grass in front. i him. gonna take off. Be chased by. L- Cleaver gonna get enough for a first down. The sophomore quarterback tucked it away and uses athletic ability to
2: pick up the first down. That was a pocket pass. Instead of staying in the pocket, Danny was chased out to his left, and there was there was just green grass out there. The linebackers really hustled to get
0: there, but Danny did a nice job on that run. And a crucial first down here early on. Clock running at 7.13 to go in the opening quarter. Two wide receivers going to split to the right. Christian Kantz will be the lone guy on the left. See, Nick Young's playing the center position. He'll snap it to Shock. He does. Shock's got some time. Now he's rushed out of the pocket to his right. Gets rid of it. Looking for Brett Four. Brett Four goes down, makes the catch at the Berwick 44-yard line. It'll be a short of a first down. Or are they going to give a first down? It looked like it was going to be short. The chain guys are trying to move. I'll, I'll hey, go ahead move if you want to, but they're definitely a yard short. It'll be a second down and one. Great catch by four. That was a good-looking play. Uh, that, Danny got
2: chased got chased out of the pocket, but uh, he kept his eyes downfield, and he found and four just got open for him. He found a space to the quarterback, got in it, and Danny delivered a
0: nice ball. In the Berwick territory at the 44-yard line, second down and one for the Seals. Shot gives it to Schoen. Tiptoes in the backfield. Monty's all over him. He's going to go down. Loss on the play. Oh, Nothing up front that time. You see also Lombok, the guy you mentioned, Mason Lombok. Good looking athlete in on the play as well. Loss on the play for Sean. It's a third down and about three. It's going to push it back to the 46 yard line after that. Loss of two. But this is third and very manageable, and we are in Berwick's territory. This is a huge down for Seals Grove right now. Danny's found some success some success passing the ball. As I see Hollenbach into the game, he'll be offset to the left of Danny, who's in the gun. Two wide receivers split to the left. Shock's going to give it to Hollenbach, and he's not going to get it. There's nothing in the middle of that defense. Berwick defense closed it up. And it's going to force a punting situation yeah the thing about the berwick defensive line is they're they're all all four of them are in sprinter
2: stances and they come off the ball they don't wait for the offensive line they're not reading what's happening they're attacking and uh they got the job done and it's
0: going to force metzger to come out here and have to punt this one away after some good offensive plays that time but if the drive comes to a stop and again metzger who has been great so far this year it's gonna have to punt this way trying to pin the berwick bulldogs deep in their own territory good looking punt it's going to bounce at the six it's going to be spotted down at the one yard line by dean hollenbach so metzger continues to be an all-star for the putting chores as he's able to nail berwick down inside the five all the way to the one yard line where dean hollenbach scooped it up and spotted the ball down. Great job by Wyatt Metzger once again. And Dean Hollenbach hustled, and he was right there on the one-yard line to catch the ball. That was a great job. Good special teams play all around by the Sealens Grove Seals on that one. First down and ten for the Berwick Bulldogs at their one-yard line. Four forty-eight to go here in the opening quarter. Berwick Bulldogs leading this one six nothing.
2: I'll tell you, we're in a great spot right now. If we can keep them and force them to punt out of their end zone,
0: we can get real good field position out of this defense. Ryan almond comes into play in that middle linebacker position. They're in their jumbo package. They're going to go with that tight formation. Don't jump on this. They're going to give it to the quarterback. He's trying to get a yard or two, and, boy, he was met by that Seelands Grove wall and did a great job. I don't know if he even gained a yard there. It's going to be a second down and ten. I don't think he got anything. Uh, that – that
2: was just a quarterback sneak They're just trying to get the ball off the goal line, and the Seals just stuffed it. Great
0: job. Up front, Nate Schoen, Trey Bainey, Metzger, and those linebackers really stuffed it up. Got to make sure they're not baiting into you something and look to do the same thing, a little play action, and nobody gets beyond the defense here for a big play. But as you say, Dave, they're going to stay with that tight formation. That jumbo package. That yep. jumbo package here on second down and ten from their own one-yard line. It's going to go to long ball. He turns, and he's going to fall forward out of the end zone. Initially looked like he was going to be stopped in the goal line. He gets up and just barking out at his offense. Yeah, that quarterback is really chewing out that offense.
2: Uh, And and I'm going to be honest with you, the Seals are looking tough down here. Uh, You know, Berwick has an edge, you know, they they're they they have a swagger, and the Seals are meeting it. They, you know, they, they're meeting it, and they're fighting back. They're doing a great job. They're going to put their
0: wide receivers in now as as Lobbaugh looking to the sidelines, requesting for the offensive call as they're going to go with Teagan Wilk. Now they're going to call timeout, and Lobbaugh's going to come over here screaming. And Carm is getting them to calm down as he does, and they're going to chit-chat about this. So obviously, some confusion up there with what was going on. Lobbaugh had gone. Into the line of scrimmage the one time looked like he was going to be stopped. Maybe the end zone He was able to lunge forward but as you said that deep a line up front playing very well and Now they're going to potentially spread them out and see if you can't get into an athlete's hand and gain some gain some space
2: The, the, the jumbo package i'm talking about is they they'll take a guard and a pullback And they'll put them behind the offensive line in the guard tackle gap and the tackle tight end gap. And they just, they attack straight forward. And then they'll pull them and they'll kick out with them. They do a lot of different things with those guys. But they've had a lot of success with that formation in Berwick dating back to George Curry in the days when George had all the great teams. They're still doing that. And the
0: Seals just stuffed it. Let's see what they do. They change things up here. Again, they're going to go to more of the rushing. Or the passing attack here. I see Sean Sheptok. He's going to be off to the right along with Robbins. In the, he'll be in the slot on the right-hand side. T.G. Wilk will be to the left. As Lobba will be in the shotgun formations. Third down and ten from their own one-yard line for the Bulldogs. 3.29 to go in the opening quarter. 6 nothing lead for the Berwick Bulldogs. They scored on their first drive of the night. T.G. Wilk going in motion. Snap goes along, ball rolling to his right. Looking for T.J. will, He's going to throw it. It's going to be intercepted by Nyland. He'll take it into the end zone. Touchdown for the seal.
2: Let's go Seals. Awesome looking play. Uh, We had great pressure on the quarterback. Quarterback ran to his right, threw it to what he thought was an open receiver. But I'll tell you what, our... uh, our defensive backs were there.
0: And let's give credit. Wyatt Metzger once again pinned the Berwick Bulldogs inside the one-yard line with a hustle from Dean Hollenbach, and it looked like Berwick didn't know how to handle that right there in those four plays, and it turns into a pick six for a touchdown for Josh Schneider How about it? You know, the Berwick quarterback got all
2: flustered. He got all, he got all beside himself and his team, and they fell apart there. They fell to pieces.
0: And now they'll tap the extra point here. It'll be Kyle Rule. He's only had one miss on the season. This one's up. It's a line drive kick, and it is good. So the Seals Grove Seals take the lead over the Berwick Bulldogs with 3.23 to go here in the opening quarter. Seals Grove leading 7-6 to six again can't mention it enough, how special teams can turn things around, a great punt by Wyatt Metzger with the hustle from Dean Holopach puts you at the one yard line, and Dave, you know offensively, that can make it, a, changes your whole attack when it's
2: sitting at the one yard line. Well, especially if you've never been there before, and you can try to simulate that kind of goal line offense as much as you want in practice, but it's nothing like a game. And Berwick could not handle that against what our defense was dishing out. So that that was a great job by by the defense, and what a momentum change! We, I think this is probably well, This is the first time that Berwick's been led all year long, and uh, now if our guys can strap down and get ready for a war,
0: get ready to go toe to toe with these guys for three and a half more quarters, we're, we we could be in good shape here. Nyland's eight-yard interception return for the pick six extra point good by rule. Seals Grove leading with 3.32 to go here, or excuse me, 3.23 to go in the first quarter, 7-6. That's the Seals Grove four drive summary. Rule kicks us away, another squib kick, a high bounce to the up man at the 32. Puts his head down, tries to run over Kissinger. Kissinger hangs on there, takes him down, but it's good field position for the Berwick Bulldogs as they'll have it at the 38-yard line. And unfortunately, the return man ducked his head down and went helmet-to-helmet with Kissinger, and he gets up slow coming to the sideline, and that's something that scares you from a running. He put his head way down and went head-to-head. He's being looked at the medical staff here on the near side.
2: Absolutely, and and Scott Kissinger was going full speed. Scott Kissinger laid a lick on
0: That was their wide receiver, Preston Robbins, that he put that lick on. So he's on the sidelines here being looked at. You hope he's okay. Berwick will have it first down and ten, trailing seven-six. They'll have it at the their own 38-yard line. We have a timeout taken here on the field to be taken by the Berwick Bulldogs. Hey, lots happening here early on. Sean from Crispin Field. Anything like that going on in other games from the Valley, take it away. All right, guys, thanks on
10: our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard early on tonight on WKOK Jersey Shore gets an early lead over Shikalemi, 7-0. And on 100.9, the Valley, in 18-play drive for Shimokan taking nine minutes off the clock. They lead Lewisburg 6-0. Mifflinburg's up 14-0 over Warrior Run. Battle of the Bridge in Lake Humming County, Montoursville's up 7-0 over Loyal Sock, Line Mountain 7, Millersburg nothing. Mount Carmel 3, North Schuylkill nothing, and Southern Columbia up 13-0 over Central. Those are in the first. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Pat, Dave, and Zach in Berwick.
0: They corrected the timeout. Timeout was taken by the Seals Grove Seals, not the Berwick Bulldogs. So the Seals took a timeout there. But Berwick's going to have it first down at 10 from their own 38 yard line. After the swip kick by the Seals Grove Seals, Robbins picked it up and returned it to the 38 yard line. Seals Grove leading 7 6 with 3.20 to go up in the opening quarter. All live action can be heard right here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. The Seals took the first, they took the timeout, but Berwick came out and lined up, and they were missing a tight end. Hmm. Their tight end is out there now, and they're in the jumbo package. The two guys split to the left, or on the left side of that. This is going to be a pitch to Asen or Aiden Mason. He's got speed off the left side, and he slammed to the turf. Teague, Hoover. Comes in and gets low on him and takes him to the turf after about a four-yard pickup. It'll be a second down and six for the Bulldogs as they're able to get it to their own 42-yard line. You know, the rule
2: is as soon as that ball exchanges hands, it's run for everybody. And Teague Hoover somehow gets to the line of scrimmage and makes a play. He's unreal.
0: Quick move in first quarter. We're at 2.50 to go in the opening quarter. Seals leading 7-6. to six. They stay with a tight formation. Long ball under center takes the snap, gives it to Mason again. He's trying to go up the middle. Nothing there. it will be taken to the turf. Kissinger, also Trey Bainey, Makai Showers, and a host of and Grove Seals defenders able to take him down. Now it's going to be a third down and six for the Berwick Bulldogs. Right now, Berwick can't figure out what's going on with our defensive front. Our stunts,
2: our movement, they're creating problems for Berwick, and it it's looking
0: good for the Seals right now. We are in charge up front. They're going to have a big test here on his third down and six. They bring in the wide receivers. They're going to split two to the right. Wilk will go to the left. Sean Sheptock far to the right. He's got the big catch that set up the first, first touchdown for the Berwick Bulldogs. Blitz coming. Lombaugh rolls back. Look it to his right. he going to get rid of it. It's going to be short, and it's not going to get it caught. It's going to hit the turf all incomplete, and it's going to be a fourth down, and Berwick will have the jog out to punt this one away that was a huge third down and we got that quarterback is flustered pat the, the kid is he is he's not in his element right now he's not comfortable with what's happening and he's coming to the sideline standing by himself kind of shaking his head looking around he is not pleased with what he's seen so far no and he threw that ball in in, the, in on the ground i was going to say in the dirt but this is turf <laughs> <laughs> dropping back brett Ford, nyland standing at their own 20-yard line waiting for the berwick punt the punts away End over end kick. Brett Ford's gonna come up, make it, he buffs it, it hits the turf, and he gets it back at the 25-yard line. Teggy Wilk punted it away, and Brett Ford came up, is able to jump back on top of Sealenstrove to have it at their own 25-yard line, leading 7-6, one to go in the opening quarter. Seal and was able to answer the Berwick touchdown on a pick six by Josh Nyland.
2: And the last time we had the ball, the thing that made Wyatt Metzgers punt doable was the fact that our offense got a couple of first downs and that's what's got to happen right now we've got to move the chains the ball's on the 25 yard line we've got to get first downs and get
0: our butts away from our own goal line sophomore quarterback danny shock will be in the gun off to the left of him is nate shown tight formation with two receivers to the left metzger had a huge game a week ago 114 yards on three catches Nylon goes in motion from right to left Chuck dropped it back. Gets away from the defenders. A flag on the play. Daney's going to throw it away. It'll hit the turf. As Danny's hit after he threw it away. But there's a flag on the play, which would be in the what position or in the area you would think would be a holding call. But we'll see what the officials tell us. Hold against the Seals. And that's not the direction you want to go in. As right now, is that the... 25 yard line but this is going to be a spot foul and the official standing at the 21 yard line So you're gonna to have to walk this one off that's it's going to put seals grow deep in their own territory And this is where you got to worry about a guy like tegan wilk as he's hawking in that defensive backfield for the burlick bulldogs While they're figuring those things out the steelers look to Win number one on sunday afternoon as they head to san francisco the pregame show starts at 225 kickoff at 425 on 100.9 the valley officials will walk that one off against the Seal and grove seals so they're going to have it at their own inside their own 12 yard line and again risky situation here with you know the defensive backs especially tegan wilk and also robbins you got to keep an eye on where they are at all times so we're at first and 23 right now Chuck's going to roll to the left. It's a keeper. He's going to be hit by Montes, and Montes is going to take him down. He's inside the five now at the four-yard line. Not the direction you want to go in after. A momentum builder by, by Nylon for the pick six, but right now they're in very difficult and manageable situation as they have it at their own five-yard line, and it's going to be a, a second down in forever second and 30 i believe right now that's tough
2: danny uh danny shock tried to run it was a design quarterback run they came out in a spread formation danny sprinted to his left as soon as he got the shotgun snap defensive end came
0: clean for burwick cackling for a loss wide receivers see each side high formation behind shock as he's under center blitz shown gonna go to shown off the right side able to squeeze through for a couple positive yards short of the 10 it's going to get to about the nine-yard line, so maybe a pickup of about five, four, maybe four, four shown on the carry. It's still going to be a third down and very long for the Seals Grove Seal offense. Yeah, that was uh, we spread we spread Berwick out, made him
2: think that we were going to to throw the ball, but that was actually not a bad job by our offensive line. We got a we got four yards. That that's a step in the right direction when it comes to our run game so far tonight. But we're at the third and 26 right now from our own
0: nine-yard line or so. High formation again behind. Sophomore quarterback, the fumbled snap. And we're going to get a whistle here. Was it a penalty? It will be a penalty before this one gets underway. So it's going to be a walk-off against the Seals. And this is the type of thing any coach would tell you. You can't have this happen when you're coming to Crispin Field taking on anybody, especially a Berwick Bulldog team sitting at 4-0 and in the season. You can't have penalties. You can't watch the ball go closer and closer to your own goal line as they're going to put it at the four-yard line. So it's going to be a third down, and that's actually going to be the last play of the first quarter. So we're going to flip sides of the field as the Seals Grove Seals leads at this point at Crispin Field, 7-6 over the Berwick Bulldogs. we come back, we'll have the second quarter for you. This is Seals Grove Seals football presented by Seals Grow Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com.
1: Eagle 107.
11: Welcome back to
0: Crispin Field. Looking at the first quarter numbers. Hillsborough 13 yards. Berwick 72 yards. Quarterback lob ball for the Berwick Bulldogs. Just one for four for 46 yards and an interception. He's rushed it four times for six yards. And Aiden Mason, the, the speedster for the Berwick Bulldogs, Two carries just four yards rushing so the seals Grove defense at this point been up to the challenge now the offense is dealing with a third down and 31 they have the ball at their own four yard line as we move into the second quarter we have the
2: lead so we can't do anything stupid here we've got it we've got to try to get yards any way we can and and get a good clean punt off and and try to punt the ball out hopefully
0: get it past the mid midfield point And get it out of the end zone. Nothing that way. Getting caught in the end zone. Third and 31. Shock under center. Takes the snap. Pitches it to Schoen. He's trying to get to the edge. Ryan Almey trying to give him the block. Schoen's going to be blown up. And who do you think it is? It's Tegan Wilk as he's able to come and take Schoen off his feet at about the nine yard line. Tegan Wilk leading with his head once again. He's got to be careful. And not only for the running back, but also yourself. I love the fact that he's an intense guy. you got to make sure you're doing it for him tackling. And you don't want to throw your head around him. He now. is
2: crazy intense, but he's down there chirping. And, and you're right. Uh, he, he's got it.
0: You can't make that big mistake and just go one step too far. Metzger, Metzger will punt this one away. Good, strong kick once again. it goes over the return man's head. Gets a great roll inside the 40. Down to the 35. Still rolling. Hollenbach waiting until it, it finally stops. At the 32 yard line, all-star punter here in the hack, Wyatt Metzger, another great punt and wait a 50-60-yard punt by Wyatt, Wyatt Metzger again. Right now the top candidate as the Pack one All-Star punting for the Seals Grove Seals. He's able to flip field here as Seals Grove had it at their own four-yard line, and now Berwick takes over at their own 32. Our punts have been extremely effective tonight. 60-yard punt for Wyatt Metzger. It's split. The return guys enrolled, and who was down there? Dean Hollenbach, and he was able to touch it down at the 32-yard line. First down and 10 for the Berwick Bulldogs. Seals Grove leading 7-6 with 11-11 to go here in the first half. Hollenbach's going to give it to Mason. Nope, he's got to keep it. It's got room, second level. It's got some speed. Running right away from defenders, and Brett Ford is able to get to him, finished off by Kissinger, but it'll be a first down pickup as he's able to take it into Seals Grove territory to the 46-yard line, first down and 10 for the Berwick Bulldogs. And that was a zone read right.
2: Uh, he he Lawbach faked the, the, the ball to Mason and pulled it out. Our defensive end attacked upfield, so he pulled it and kept it and got some good yards.
0: 22-yard pickup for the quarterback for the Berwick Bulldogs on the run. Tight formation, jumbo package once again for the Bulldogs. Blitz coming gonna give it to the low back in the backfield he's got room runs over his own man aiden mason up the left sideline he's gonna run into Metzger and be knocked down to the turf as he got inside of the 25 yard line down to the 19 yard line he delivered a blow and wyatt Metzger was able to hang on there but again another helmet to helmet blow between the running back and the defender and you hate to see that there's a lot of that going
2: on tonight uh, that jumbo package worked to perfection, that play uh, for the Bulldogs, uh, needless to say. Um, Seals defense, is, we're, we're looking at the same thing now. They're also running a tackle over
0: heavy formation left here. Another 22-yard pickup. This goes to Mason again, going low that time. Brett Ford, great job with Ryan Allman getting him from behind. As Mason's going to be stopped at the 21-yard line after a three-yard pickup and that's going to make it a second down and seven for the Bulldogs as they're trying to regain the lead. They trail right now 7-6 to the Seals. So Berwick is running
2: twin tackles on the left side right now. They're taking their right tackle. They're lining him up outside of their left tackle with a tight end outside of him and the two jumbo backs behind that. So on the right
0: side of the ball, oh, they don't have a tackle over this time, but we have jumbo left again. Mason alone back in the backfield. Long count, Lombok gives it to Mason. Same play, off the left, hit hard and to the turf. Ryan Almond right at the 21 yard line. The junior linebacker came through and took him off his feet at the 21 yard line. No gain, third down and seven for the Bulldogs. That was a perfect run fit by Ryan Almond. He, he, he attacked just
2: outside the outside foot of this defensive tackle in front of him. And boy, did he lay a lick on that
0: running back. Great job by Ryan Almond. Setting up a third down and seven for the Berwick Bulldogs. They're going to go trips to the right this time. Tight end on the left-hand side for the Berwick Bulldogs. Third down play here. Blitz being shown by the Seals. They're coming. And there's going to be a flag thrown here. Let's see if Seals drove a bit too anxious to come across that line of scrimmage you don't want to see that false start though we'll go against the yes. berwick bulldogs so i was going with the worst case scenario and we get a positive one false start against the berwick bulldogs so that puts us at about a th- well,
2: berwick got about a third and 12 so we're again we're in good shape here the ball is on the Seals grove 26 yard line so i'm assuming we're in four down territory here
0: we don't have special teams numbers to see the capabilities of their kicker so you're right. With that penalty, it could potentially be in a four-down territory. Trips to the right for the Berwick Bulldogs. Robbins goes in motion. lobbock got plenty of time. Quick throw. Right at the first down marker to Wilk, he turns, makes a man miss, still going, and finally going to be finished off, but he'll have enough for a first down, he made two defenders miss, you see his ability, and there's no doubt about his capabilities, a division one athlete, as he picks up a first down, it'll be a first down and ten for the Berwick Bulldogs at the Seals Grove, 11 yard line, after the Big pickup that time for the Berwick Bulldogs, and that was a, a very good adjustment to the ball by
2: Tegan Wilk. He, he, the quarterback threw it to his back shoulder; and he came back to it and picked it up, <laughs> caught
0: the ball and got upfield and got some yards. First down in ten, 8:49 to go in the first half. Sealsgrove Grove at this point Leavitt leading 7-6. Got some movement up on the left-hand side by the Berwick Bulldogs, and they're going to have to walk this one off.
2: And Berwick came out that time in a heavy formation. Left, they had five. Lineman to the left of their offensive center. Very heavy left.
0: That last catch by Tegan Wilk was a 15 yard pickup, enough to put the ball down at the 11 yard line, but now it's a penalty against the Berwick Bulldogs. It walks it back to the 16 yard line, so it's going to be first down and 15 for the Bulldogs. Long back in the backfield this time is Lopez. Tight formation for the Berwick Bulldogs. Monty's Goes in motion from left to right. Lobbock turns, gives it to Lopez, hitting the backfield, and he'll go down quickly. Coming through, Ryan Ahmed sliced through Dave, and he's able to get to him and takes Lopez down. Loss on the play for the Berwick Bulldogs. I gotta
2: tell you, Ryan Ahmed is looking like a very good linebacker right now. He attacked through a window in that offensive front and got there quickly. Threw the ball carrier for about a three yard loss.
0: So they're going to call it a second down and a long 17 here for the Berwick Bulldogs. The line to get is inside the two-yard line for the Berwick Bulldogs to pick up the first down. Trips to the left this time. Back in the backfield is Mason. Lob ball and the shotgun. He's going to look left. Gets rid of it. He's got a man. The ball's hit in the air. And is it picked off? We're calling it. Kissinger, did he pick it off? No call yet. The officials look at each other because nobody knows. what they thought they are going to call it incomplete. No official was ready to make a call. They looked all at each other, and if nobody saw it, I guess they go with an incomplete. None of
2: those officials knew whether that ball was caught by our guy or not.
0: They were looking around at each other, wondering whether it was intercepted or not, and finally they called it incomplete. How do you call it one way or another if you didn't see it? Hey, our our player was standing over the ball in front of them. That was unbelievable. It was throw from long ball into a crowd, tipped up in the air, appeared to be intercepted, but the official says it's incomplete. It'll be a third down and 17. One wide receiver Sheptak split to the left as Robin goes in motion. He's going to get the call to reverse double handoff to Wilk. Wilk's trying to make a man miss in the backfield. Still going, hit at the 15, falls forward to the 14 yard line. Well, short of a first down, as they'll mark it at the 14 yard line. Good pursuit defensively, good discipline by that defense to take Wilk down. The thing we did there, well,
2: again, that was a reverse to the left. The thing we did well is our outside backer stayed home and forced that back inside. All all of our defense got there. It was a great play by our defense.
0: And it's fourth and about uh, 13 right now. They're going to mark it at the 14 yard line after the short pickup by Tegan Wilk. Tegan Wilk is on the left side, the wing on the left. Two wide receivers split to the right. Fourth down and 13. Got some movement up front and see what the call is here. The official is going to let us know there's going to be a timeout taken is what they're going to tell us. Sunday, the Eagles host the Lions at the link. The pregame show starts at noon. Kickoff with Murray Reese and Mike Wick is on at 1 o'clock on Eagle Eagle107.com. Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker, play of the game candidates didn't have a one in the first quarter unless you want to call for Burwick, the long pass to Sheptock. But then you come back the other way, you got Josh Nyland with the pick six, and right now that's a candidate for the Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker, play of the game.
2: Absolutely. That was great. And Pat, I'll be honest with you, I'm still in a state of disbelief that there were five
0: officials down there looking at each other for a call, and nothing. We didn't get anything. No call. No definitive call until they finally decided that it was an incomplete somehow, some way. Unbelievable. That would have been an unbelievable defensive play for the Seals Grove Seals. Now Berwick will go for a field goal here. They're going to spot it down at the 22, looking for a 32-yard field goal from Hinkle, Brendan Hinkle. Hinkle, just a sophomore, 5'7", 147 pounds trying to give Berwick the lead. They trailed this point seven to six. Metzger directing his defense here. Good snap, the hold's good, the kick is up. It's high enough, looks like it's got the distance and it's good. So Hinkle puts it through and he celebrates like he just kicked a 50-yard field goal. So I don't get it, the impression he's kicked a lot of field goals in 2019. It doesn't let him does way, give does the Berwick Bulldogs the lead. Now they lead 9-6. But I'm thinking here, Dave, another win for this defense. I mean, this Berwick Bulldog team, when you look at what they've been doing coming into tonight, I mean, they're putting up numbers that are some of the best in the state. 367 yards per game, 238 on the ground, 129. Through the air and uh, they're scoring thirty three points per game. Right now they have nine points as we're halfway through the second period.
2: No question. And and that is getting inside their heads. They're they're having a hard time dealing with our defense right now, and it's frustrating them and it's forcing mistakes on their part. This is this is good for Seals Grove. It's a nine to seven football game right now. This is exactly where we wanna be with Burke right now. We wanna be we wanna be in a battle with these guys and we wanna go four quarters.
0: 6:38 to go in the first half. Berwick has regained the lead. They now lead nine to six. That completed a nine-play drive covering 64 yards. Ingle, 32-yard field goal. Berwick leads nine six. That's the Hillsboro Ford drive summary. This kick gets away. It'll be taken by Hollenbach at his own 10. He's trying to go from right to left, being chased by Mason. Gets away from it takes it all the way to the Seals Grove sideline and goes out of bounds. He will not get to the 20-yard line, but Seals Grove will now take over our offense, trying to answer the field goal by the Berwick Bulldogs as Berwick's leading 9-6 with 6:31 to go here in the first half. It's a lot of chit-chat going here down on the sidelines amongst the players. chit chat and It looks like there's some elevated emotion amongst them. Trying to get things together here, and you like where the Seals Grove's at and what they've done in their approach to tonight's game. You know, I think that
2: they looked at the, the film against Jersey Shore. I think they looked at the film against Southern. I think they expected a cakewalk tonight,
0: and they're not getting one. Ball sits at the 17-yard line, first down and 10 for the Seals. Shock throws it, throws it out to Kance, makes the catch, knocked down. He'll get it just short of the 25-yard line to the 24-yard line, about a 7-yard pickup. And it's going to set up a second down and a three, a long three here for the Seals Grove Seals. That was a perfect first down play for us. It was just a little hitch,
2: hitch play, and, and our receiver was able to turn it up and get a couple more yards, second and three.
0: 9-6 lead, excuse me, 9-7 lead for the Berwick Bulldogs. As we have 5.58 and counting to go here in the first half. Danny Schock's going to give this one to Hollenbach. Cuts under defender, and is has close to the first-down marker. The official looks like he's going to spot it about the 32-yard line. If that's the case, that's going to be a first-down pickup for the Seals Grove Seals. I'd like it. Every play doesn't have to go for 90 yards. No, but you got to get first downs to move the chains, and that's exactly what we're
2: doing now. And this is huge for our offense right now. This is the kind of thing we need. We need to grind this ball out. Grind out a, a, a bunch of first downs here, change your
0: field position, and score. They get it out to the 28-yard line. First down pickup. Good job offensively on the run that time by Hollenbach to move the chains, as you said. Two wide receivers split to the right. Can'ts the lone receiver to the left as Nyland's going to give a motion. Fake it to Nyland. Rolling to the right is shot. Looking, look, It's going to get rid of it. Throws it right to a defender. Intercepted. You talk about backbreaker plays of the game. That one, it's a throwaway that comes out into an interception, making the interception for the Berwick Bulldogs that time. And it was an easy one as he stepped in front of it, and that's Aluko. He makes the interception. It gives Berwick great field position at the Seals Road 29-yard line.
2: Yeah, it'd be better just to take the sack on that and give let Wyatt Mesker punt the ball deep.
0: Now Berwick snaps off the sidelines, come out on this, they lead 9-7 with 5-16 to go. They have great field position at the Sealers' Grove, 29-yard line to start this possession, And they're going to go trips to the right, one wide receiver split to the left. Lobbock turns, he's going to keep it. Runs under defender, gets away from Micaiah Showers, finished off by Brandon Heil, but he's going to take it to the 22-yard line, Pickup of seven. It'll be a second down and three. For the Berwick Bulldogs Micaiah Showers had a shot at him in the
2: backfield He broke the tackle He was on the line of scrimmage when he was there But I'm telling you, Berwick is expecting huge gains on these runs And they are not getting them They're going to get him six
0: on the carry So it'll be a second down and four As they spot it Just inside the 24-yard line Lobba drops back Looking for a one-on-one action out here for Sheptak. He makes the catch, touchdown Chef
2: talk is a 6-2 receiver against our, our, our cornerback who's about a 5'8 kid, Brett Ford. Brett had good coverage. Brett was right in front of him exactly where he needed to be. He was between him and the ball, and uh, the receiver was just able to reach over top
0: and take the ball. Candidate for the Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That was a backbreaker. As Chef Talk makes the catch for the Berwick Bulldogs, 24-yard touchdown reception that time. By talk He's been very involved in this first half, setting up the first touchdown, and he gets it this time. Hink will attempt the extra point here. High snap put down by Wilk. The kick booms through and is good. So just like that, the Berwick Bulldogs now lead 16-7 with 434 to go here in the first half. Sean big swing emotions here for the Sealers Grove Seals. They're gonna have to come up big offensively late here in the first half. Bay Trail 16-7. How about other games going on around the Valley? You got a
10: Pat Aubrey. Alexander Toyota, out-of-town scoreboard. Jersey Shore leading Shikalemi 20-0 as they go to the second quarter. Also in the second quarter, Lewisburg 7-6 over Shimokin on 100.9 the Valley. Also games in the second, Mifflinburg 21, Warrior Run nothing. Montoursville 14, Loyal Sock nothing. Jim Thorpe 13, Midwest nothing. Bloomsburg leads South Williams Sports 7-6. Line Mountain 14, Millersburg nothing. Mount Carmel 10, North Schuylkill 7 in Southern Columbia. Columbia 27-0 over Central. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Berwick for Pat and Dave.
0: So after the interception by Zaluko, quickly two-play drive covering 29 yards. Just took 42 seconds. Cheptok 23-yard touchdown reception. That's the Seals Grove forward at drive summary. Dean Hollabach on the return, hit by a defender at the 29-yard line and it's going to go down about the 30. A lot of chirping going on here on the near side, and you expect that from the Berwick Bulldogs. you got to keep your emotions intact, though. Seals Grove good field position at the 30-yard line with 4.27 to go here in the first half. i tell you what, that kickoff return was close to going. We had three
2: guys run past one defender. There was nobody else there that one defender made the tackle.
0: So a game that was 7-6, to Seals leading at the end of the first quarter it has swung Berwick's favor. They now lead 16-7. Following that two-play drive, Sheptock gets the touchdown reception from Lauboff. Shock is in the gun. Two wide receivers split to left. This ball rolls back to him, and he is just crushed. Uh, these mistakes are tough. And he gets the extra smash in his face as he was getting up off the ground, too. That was just a huge play by the defense as that ball just rolls back. You can't have that. You've got to be able to get these snaps, and if you can't, you put them under center. Snaps and penalties. <laughs> these things are killing us right now. Big loss on the play. Not only that, but you lose the down. It's, a, it's like taking yep. a penalty. Lost it down. Yeah and you're going to walk off five yards and now you're putting a position behind the chains at a second down and 15. Got to get clean snaps here. 3.52 to go in the opening half. This is a good snap. Shock throws it. Got it out to Brett Ford. Tries to run it inside the numbers. Tackled as he's going to get about seven, maybe eight on the catch that time and set up a very manageable third down play here for the Seals. Gro Seals as they'll try to keep the chains moving. They trail 16-7 with 330 to go here in the first half. Those are the kinds of pass plays we got to run. Quick hitters. And Brett Ford
2: just ran a little hitch pattern, just like the last time. It was I think it was another receiver caught the last time, though. But Brett caught the hitch and he got upfield and made some nice yard. Excellent job. Good throw. Excellent job by Brett Ford.
0: I'd like the receivers to be able to stick the foot and maybe take it to the outside instead of on the inside and maybe take one defender. Shock in the gun, under heavy pressure, gets rid of it. Going to try to throw it out the screen to Sean never could get there. The blitz was coming. That was Lawball, Ryan Lawball coming in. Heavy pressure, Shock threw it away, hits the turf, falls incomplete. Sales Grove out to quickly punt it away.
2: It is unreal what they're allowing tonight, these officials. We just had two kids just, just laying licks on each other after that play was over and they ignored it directly in front of the of the officials.
0: And that's how bad things and it's both ways. You can't you know no, you, can't let, you can't ever let it happen. You know, no, but you've got to stay happen. on top of it. That
2: can't happen. Now our
0: young man was just retaliating, but you can't do that. You can't retaliate. As a Metzger will look to punt this oh, sort of way, Tegan Wilk and Mason, Aiden Mason. Stap is low. Metzer gets it away. This one's going to go off the side of his foot. Hopefully get a good bounce. It does. It's going to roll between the defenders down to about the 30-yard line. Tegan Wilkes stands over top of it, cocky as he is, and he's going to chit-chat. I don't know how to say it. Is that the right way to say it? That what is the way right way to say it. it? He is we yeah. ball we're, we're talking you could talk like that he, he is that's very... what he is he chirps he
2: talks you can't get, you can't let him get in your head constantly and and that's why our and it was against him that our play our player retaliated and we can't play those games we can't get into that kind of stuff
0: ball sits at the 30yard line Berwick will take over they lead 16-7 with 251 to go in this first half again not too long ago at the end of that first quarter Seals Grove was leading seven to six. Field goal and a touchdown by the Burbank Bulldogs, and they have the lead right now. No one's guarding the defender sitting in the slot. Kissinger will come out and defend him. Damian Catherman is in a right defensive tackle now. This is going to be a keeper by Lombok. Quarterback design he will be taken off his feet by Schoen as he's able to cross the 33-yard line. Give him a great mark out to the 35-yard line. Wow. Looked like it was... 32 to 33, or, uh, yeah, 34 at the most, and he's standing at the 35-yard line. That was an extremely generous mark.
12: Oh,
0: we're fans, and we're going to talk to his fans, and that's exactly what we are. Is uh, You see, he can't get tackled at the 32, that's... maybe at the 33, and he'd put it to 35. I don't understand that. Lobbock drops back. Getting heavy pressure from Trey Beatty. Gets away from him. Now Ryan Almond, He's got to get there and take him to the
2: turf. Ray shot out of a cannon. That was a, that was a pass play. Ryan Almond just mirrored the quarterback, and the quarterback got outside to the left, and Ryan hunted him down. Our defensive secondary did a great job. There were no receivers downfield that were open.
0: Biggest play of the game defensively for the Seals coming up. Third down and five. Ball sits at the Berwick 35 yard line. We got 144 to go here in the first half. Need to get a stop, get the ball back. Shotgun for long ball. Twins to each side. Lopez alone back in the backfield. Heavy pressure. He gets rid of it. Nobody there. Heavy pressure that time, and a late flag is thrown in. Flag came from nowhere. They all pointed at Robbins. He's on the ground, and the referee threw a flag after everybody's standing around looking for a flag. Is that when the penalty happened, or did it happen when Everybody was looking for the official to throw something.
2: It almost looked like Berwick made that call because all of their players were chirping at the referees. No flag was out, and the flag came out very, very late. Which is frustrating
0: because if, if it's a penalty, doesn't it usually come when the penalty happens? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And it doesn't come after the other team complains. And, and we could sit and talk about the play, talk about people pointing, and then the flag came. Yeah. So it is frustrating. I can't even imagine for the Seals, Grove Seals on the far side. So that's a huge play. Penalty first down for the Berwick Bulldogs ball sits in midfield pick Seals Grove up. defense has got to come up big and not allow more points on the board long gonna keep it Makaya showers gets to him and tackles him. help finished off by Vance Metzger So a pick up about three it's gonna be a third or second down and seven as the balls into seals Grove territory Lobbock get up slow after that run Hobbit a little bit looks like with this foot Laubach took a beating from our defense on that play. And, and Schoen's got to keep himself under. He's waving at the official, and the official just pointed at him and telling him he's got to keep himself together or he's got to get a flag. He's still telling him.
2: You know, the, these officials have allowed this all night, though, uh, and, and
0: they've created this situation. They have to shut that down early. Second down and seven. Under a minute to go here in the first half. Lovebox going to get it away. Gets it to Wilk, and he's going to be hit. Take it Uh-oh. to the turf but slammed to the turf by Nyland. Oh. Now, Nyland, get back to the huddle. Let's not get a call there. That's a perfectly designed play defensively. Get to the huddle. That was a beautiful play. Now, the quarterback threw a very
2: short pass to their Division I receiver, Tegan Wilk, and we, uh, uh, Nyland laid a lick on him, picked him off his feet, drove him back four yards, and planted him on the middle of his
0: back. And they gave on 4 row momentum all the way to the 44-yard line. Somehow so it ended up being third and four. <laughs> How does that? So it's a third down and four. Another big third down play here. Let you let you know it's 37 seconds ago. Timeout taken by Berwick. He could have caught a three-yard hitch, and they got six yards on. He got caught a three-yard hitch, and he got driven back three yards and put it on the back, and they got six yards. So big third down play here, 37 seconds to go. Stick around at halftime. Love we'll analysis of that first half. We'll have scores and updates from around the valley with Sean Carey, our producer. Derek Hicks talking to the officials. He's not comfortable with what he's seeing as well, and you can understand why. He's talking about the same thing you, Dave. How does a three-yard pickup turn into a six-yard, or a three-yard catch turn into a six-yard pickup? So he's frustrated on the far side. I'm ready to come unglued myself, Pat. Third down play here for the Berwick Bulldogs. 37 seconds to go. Bulldogs have two. They have no timeouts remaining according to the clock. Laubach drops back, quick hitch, catch is made. Big tight end makes the catch. He's still getting away from the defenders. He's going to take it to the 25-yard line. And we have extracurricular stuff going on again.
5: And again,
2: the,
0: the officials have created this situation it, by allowing it. it. And when's the clock going to run? Now they're going to stop it because the chain guys take it forever to get up. All right, I'm going to compose myself because Seals playing a great game. I don't want to take away from what's happened on the they field. They just
2: gave Berwick a, a, a Basically, a timeout between plays.
0: And box going to slam it to the turf as shown came through and blew up the center. You're allowed to do that. That's football. Second down and 10 after spiking the ball to the turf. 26 seconds to go here in the first half. Stick around at halftime. Web we'll stats. Analyze that first half. Updated scores and more. All here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com.
2: 26 seconds left in the half, and they have the ball on
0: our 25-yard line. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107, WGH, Northumberland, Seals Grove. Second down and 10. Labaugh drops back. Looking, it's got some time. Deep over the middle. It's got a man out there, stretches out for it, unable to make the connection. It was the tight end he was looking for once again. That's Cleaver, Blaine Cleaver but unable to make the connection. Third down at 10 with 21 seconds to go here to first half. Cleaver was
2: split out short there, and on the left side, he just ran straight for the post, straight down the field into the end zone, and they overthrew him.
0: And he is hurt. He's down. He's got an arm problem. Cleaver's slow to get up. Some numbers to look at. Berwick Bulldogs, coming into last year, were scoring 40 points per game. They ended up with 21. In 2017, they were averaging 30 points per game prior to the Seals Grove game. Walked away with that with six points. In 2016, averaging over 30 points per game, Seals Grove held them to 14. In 2015, came in averaging 18 points, points per game, held to 14. So Seals Grove defense is, again, doing a great job, and they're looking to stop them here. Love bug, plenty of time. Looking for a wide open Tegan. Wilk overthrows and falls incomplete. He got separation. But unable to make connection. It's going to be a fourth down and ten from the Seals Grove 25 yard line with 15 seconds as Seals Grove were able to dodge a bullet there.
2: Wilk ran Wilk ran a fade pattern down the left sideline and it was just, he
0: was open, but he was clearly overthrown. So fourth down, and at Sealens Grove, we'll see the Berwick Bulldogs in four-down territory. This is a huge play. They could stop the ball here. They can't give up another scorer. When they led 7-6, they've given up 10 unanswered points. They trail 16-7 to seven with 15 seconds to go here in the first half. Two wide receivers split to the left. Tegan Wilk far to the right. Four will be defending Wilk to the right. Lombok will be the lone back in the backfield. There's going to be a stoppage in play here As officials are going to let us know that this is a delay game and it'll go against the Berwick Bulldogs This makes it an even bigger play as Sealsgrove Grove will look to stop them on this fourth down and 15 play Seals Grove low touchdown came on a pick six by Josh Nyland We're looking for a big defensive play here Teague Hoover will man the middle of that defense Snap goes a long ball. No pressure. Gets rid of it. Look at four Sheptak deep in the end zone. He's going to go up. It falls incomplete.
2: Wow! Once again, they had the size over our guys there.
0: And it's worth mentioning, as you said before. I mean, you look at number four racing down the left sideline, Sean Sheptak, six two hundred and two pounds, and he's been defended in every way by our defenders. This time was Josh Nyland at five eight hundred forty eight pounds. A little action there at the end of that play. Nothing called. Falls incomplete turnover on downs. And Sealensgrove dodges a bullet. But they got to feel good about what they've done so far in that first half. See if they can ride momentum going into halftime.
2: And they're in their victory
0: formation. They're just going to end the half here. End the half. That will be the final play of the first half. As the Berwick Bulldogs run 10 unanswered points to take the 16-7 lead. And you see Cleaver still... Shaking his arm out a little bit after he attempted to make that catch. And we'll have to check on him to see what his availability is going in the second half. I think he got his zinger down his arm. Did you ever had that? that? That hurts pretty good. Yeah, but it's just nothing bad. He's, he seems to be a little bit like He'll there. be ready to go in the yeah. second half. We'll yeah. keep an eye on that. Again, Seals Grove trailing here at halftime. 16-7. to 7. They had taken a 7-6 to 6 lead. Ten unanswered points by the Berwick Bulldogs, and that's where we stand again. Seals Grove trails at halftime. 167 7 Don't go anywhere. Come back. We'll have scores, updated scores from other games going on around the Valley with Sean. We'll get our stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, and we'll analyze that first half as we move into the second half. All part of Seals coverage here on Eagle 107. This is Seals Grow Football presented by Seals Grow Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your
8: team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road
13: and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet.
4: Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile?
13: I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside.
4: (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them.
13: Just like we do, honey.
4: Right? You bet, my dear. You bet.
13: Carpet Man in Milton.
4: Flooring for life.
13: Eagle 107 is W-E-G-H,
1: Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Eagle 107. 107.
10: Seals football presented by Sealands Grove Ford on Eagle 107, just after 8 and Sean Carey. Halftime tonight at Crispin Field in Berwick. The Bulldogs leading the Seals, Grove Seals by a score of 16 to 7. And checking scores from across the valley from our scoreboard page at eagle107.com. Our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard. At the half, Mifflinburg shutting out Warrior Run 35 to nothing. In the second, Montoursville with a 14-0 lead over Loyal Sock. Second quarter, Wellsboro 21, Hughesville 7. Also in the second, Jim Thorpe shutting out Midwest 35-0. Bloomsburg up seven to six over South Williamsport in the second. Line Mountain 14, Millersburg nothing. Danville 7, Milton 6 in the second. At the half, Mount Carmel 17, North Schuylkill 7, also in the second quarter. Southern Columbia 41, Central Columbia nothing. Upper Dauphin 32, Tri-Valley 8, and also approaching halftime, Newport, 21, Halifax, nothing. Again, here in on Eagle 107, Berwick leading 16-7 over Seolands Grove at the half. Bucknell's got a buy this weekend. Penn State also on a buy. So coming up Sunday on Eagle 107, the Philadelphia Eagles return to the link as they take on the Detroit Lions. Our pregame at noon, kickoff at one with Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. The Pittsburgh Steelers travel to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. A 425 kick, airtime on 100.9. The Valley will be 225. Also in NFL news, in case you missed it, about four hours ago, Antonio Brown was released. By the New England Patriots. Back to high school football across the Central Susquehanna Valley tonight on News Radio 1070 WKOK Jersey Shore. Leading Shikalemi 27 to nothing as they approach halftime and a score by Bulldogs quarterback Tanner Larson.
3: Here's the handoff looking. No, it's going to be Larson himself. He's got the corner all by himself to the 40, to the 35. One man to beat down the sidelines. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. 47 yards as i said in the pregame chief maliki hides or excuse me larson hides the ball so well the handoff looked like it was going to maliki hit the ball off his right hip and took it in for the touchdown 47
10: yards Kevin Hur with the call tonight on WKOK. Again, the Bulldogs shutting out Shikalemi as they approach halftime 27-0. You can hear that on WKOK. Over on 100.9, the Valley, it is Shemokin and the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Shimokin took the opening kickoff from their own 20 and a first drive, converting a long third down play and include one on a pass interference penalty in that drive. And after an Indian holding penalty in the red zone, they go for it on fourth and long. Fourth down
12: play here for Shemokin. Fourth down and 17 from the Green Dragon, 25. Mosser out to the left. Shikatano to the right. Tight end to the right. Pro set in the backfield. Grimes, under center, straight back to pass. Looking downfield. He throws a deep ball down the side by defense. Back to the position. But oh Mosser picks up, bumps it in the air, and catches it on the way down for a touchdown. Good defensive play. It was just a jump ball and. Monster is a basketball player that out jumped our defensive back.
10: So, Shemokin converting on a fourth down and long, and that capped off a long nine-minute drive by the Shimokin Indians. The point after was no good. The Indians lead by a score of 6 to nothing. Shemokin drives into the Dragons' red zone, and they go for it on fourth down again, but they're stopped at the 18-yard line on a fourth down and three. Then came the next play.
12: Shotgun formation. Spalding goes across the formation. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He's at the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 40. He's in the Max. He's got a touchdown here. Max Moyers has one person to beat. Mosser, he's at
0: the 10-5. Touchdown, Max Moyers on a 82-yard run. What a run by Max Moyers there. What a run, Greg. I'll tell you what, he did a little bit of everything there. He got the hole, and he broke three, four tackles, and then Mosser did not quit on the play and comes down and wraps him up as they lean into the end zone. What a run by Max Moyers. 82 yards, gets the green. Dragons on the
10: board and-, and made the score seven to six in favor of Lewisburg. Shemokin then got the ball right back. Once again, they drive the field, ending with a highlight reel touchdown. Chicotana
12: now is right, Mosser left. Throw set in the backfield. Grimes under center. Tight end to the right. Straight back to pass. Look deep down the field. They throws to Mosser. Who makes a one-handed catch and runs into the end zone for a touchdown?
11: That's a highlight reel right that there. That was a
12: heck of a
0: play
11: Moss, by yeah. Joey Mosser. Yeah, the quarterback just a
0: two-step drop there. Looked all the way to the left side to Mosser, just threw it out there, and Mosser on the left
10: side just reaches out with his left hand and brings it in for the touchdown. And making it fourteen to seven in favor of Shemokin. And keep this in mind: and when it comes to time of possession uh, in the game tonight at Christie, with one twenty-seven left in the second quarter, the Lewisburg Green Dragons at that point only. Ran seven plays on offense. So again, they're standing right now at fourteen to seven, Shamokin, as they approach halftime. Greg Wetzel, Justin Michaels, with the call on one hundred point nine, the Valley. So again, here on Eagle one hundred and seven, it is Berwick leading by score of sixteen to seven. Uh, also a halftime score. We've got Line Mountain, Line Mountain leading Millersburg by a score of fourteen to nothing. And so highlights from this game here tonight after a Seals punt that pinned Berwick deep into their back to their uh, uh, as we uh, check the uh, scoring here tonight. Uh, uh, let's go here. First quarter, uh, the first uh, points of the evening were from Berwick. Uh, Tegan Wilk with a five yard touchdown run. Of course, Tegan Wilk, the East Carolina uh, commit. A uh, point after touchdown was missed, and after that, a uh, Berwick touchdown it capped off a seven-play, seventy-five-yard drive, and taking just under three minutes off the clock, uh, the Berwick Bulldogs were leading uh, by a score of six to nothing in the first quarter. After a Seals punt that pinned Berwick deep back to their own one-yard line, the Seals Grove defense was able to take advantage.
0: Three twenty-nine to go in the opening quarter, six nothing lead for the Berwick Bulldogs. They scored on their first drive of the night. Tegan Wilk going in motion. Snap goes to Lauboff. Rolling to his right. Looking for Tegan Wilk. He's going to throw it. To be intercepted by Nyland. He'll take it into the end zone. Touchdown for the Seals
10: Grove Seals. Josh Nyland with a house call tonight. Eight-yard touchdown. Eight-yard interception uh, for a touchdown. Uh, pick six off of Lauboff. And making the score seven to six in favor of Seals Grove after the first quarter. Well, following a Seals-Danny Shock interception, interception uh, Burwick is able to turn... Turn it into points in just under a minute.
0: Second down and four as they spot it just inside the 24-yard line. Lob drops back. Looking for a one-on-one action out here for Sheptock. He makes a catch touchdown.
10: And that Berwick touchdown to Sheptock 23-yard reception, that followed a Brandon Hinkle 32-yard field goal. So Berwick with 10 quick points in about two minutes in the second quarter. And that was a quick 20, uh, quick two play yard uh, a quick two play 29 yard drive, and taking only 42 seconds off the clock. Uh, Shep Talk with that 23 yard reception and making the score 16 to 7. And that's where we stand now at the half 16 to 7 in favor of Berwick. Don't forget to get your scoreboard updates all night long at eagle107.com. Chickalemi on WKOK Lewisburg on 100.9, the Valley. And we'll have updates from across the Valley. And, uh, of course, uh, scores and highlights, too, on Sunbury Motors game night following our live coverage from Berwick tonight here on Eagle 107. Another update in uh, Lycoming County, the battle of the bridge between Montoursville and Loyal Sock. Montoursville now leading by score of 17-6. 17-6 in favor of Montoursville as they are under... Two minutes left in the second quarter. Eagle 107 with your Seals Grove Seals tonight. Again, halftime scores. Berwick 16 and the Seals 7. We'll take a quick break and we'll return to Crispin Field. Get you the halftime stats, uh, team and player stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, Pat O'Brien. And then Dave Hess will set up the table for second half action from Crispin Field. Berwick up 16-7 over Seals Grove. This is Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com.
5: Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name from sales, service, parts, and our body shop. Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Sealands Grove, or online at MurrayChevy.com.
1: Powertrain warranty does not include
0: commercial vehicles. Either one seven welcome back to crispin field we're at halftime seals Grove trailing the Berwick bulldogs 16 to 7 just handed the stats by our stat man zach showers let's take a look at those numbers running down first team numbers seals Grove, two first downs eight yards rushing 24 yards passing Total yards in that first half against the Berwick Bulldog defense: 32 yards. They also have 32 yards in penalties on three penalties, and they have the one pick six or the one interception by Danny Shock. Look at the Berwick Bulldogs Uh, team numbers: nine first downs, 85 yards rushing, 106 through the air. That comes off the two long passes to Sheptak by the quarterback Lombaugh. It Puts the total yards at 191 yards for the Berwick Bulldogs. Three penalties for 15 yards, and the Berwick Bulldogs have thrown one interception. That was to Josh Nyland as he got a pick six, and that's the lone points on the board so far for the Seals Grove Seals. Is this pick six by Josh Nyland? They would go back to the first downs, and you got to be able to move the ball, you got to be able to uh, keep the drives going, and against a Berwick team like this, you got to worry about. The weight of this defense getting to you. You're not going to win a lot of games with two first downs and rushing for eight yards. No, I'm actually surprised that that's all we have. Uh, it, it,
2: that's rather disappointing. But and another disappointing um, uh, fact here is we had 32 yards total offense and we were penalized three times for 32 yards.
0: That is just that just not that's not going to work. It'll be uh, the it'll be the things they're going to try to clean up here at halftime. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at individual numbers for Berwick first. Lombok, six for 14 100 in six yards, touchdown, and he's thrown that one pick. His receiving core Cheptok has two only two catches, but they're for sixty-nine yards and one touchdown. Cleaver has two catches for twenty yards. Tegan Wilk has two catches for eighteen yards. In the rushing department, Lombok, nine carries for 42 yards. Mason Aiden Mason five carries for 29 yards. And Wilk has a touchdown on three carries for sixteen yards. Coming in, the numbers for Berwick were through the roof. Defensively, you got to feel great. You have a pick six, and you're really holding down a very potent offense attack
5: in that first half
0: by the Seals Grove Seals. Se-
2: Seals Grove defense is playing well, except that they've given up two big plays, which have cost two
0: scores. And that's the difference in a football game right now as far as I'm concerned. And they got to do it on the offensive side and not give up those big plays, as you mentioned, because when you look at individual number, Danny Shock, three for five, just 24 yards. He had an ill-advised throwaway that was intercepted. His receiving core, four, has two catches for 17 yards. Kantz has one catch for seven yards, and that's all from the passing department. And the rushing department, not good either. Schoen, four carries for just six yards. Hollenbach, two carries for three yards. Right now, Seals Grove at just eight yards in that first half, and that's exactly the number that Berwick has given up Per game this year after four games is eight yards. So if you want to hang your hat on that, that you are now matching what Berwick gives up in an entire game, it's not something that you want to feel good about. But they got to get a rushing attack going because those numbers, again, 32 yards total for Seals Grove Seals, 191 for Berwick. Berwick leading 16-7 here at halftime as both teams have returned to the field. And Berwick
2: is kicking off the Seals Grove, so now we can crush that record, that eight-yard record against Berwick, and we can get after them. uh, One thing I will say is our kids have stepped up, and they've met fire with fire against this team. There's a lot of chippy stuff going on out there. Our kids went in after the half angry after the first they went angry they they played angry that second quarter and i think that's a good thing you know they they're they're
0: stepping up and 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 they're just they're not taking any of the, uh, any of the garbage so that's good and the momentum you can carry by stopping them on that last offensive oh. possession to go on halftime because we know if they put more points on the board to get this game into the 20s that's going to be a much different uphill battle for these seals grow seals but defensive they come up big and the guy we talked about off the air that's coming big he didn't start but he's got the message, and he's accepted. Ryan almond is played out of his mind, and we need that from him. And I think that's what the defensive coaches staff are saying. You have this ability. We need to see it in it play every play and play every play.
2: Out. Ryan Almert did a great job that first half. He had some open field tackles, It was just one on one with him in the back, and it was there was no doubt who won those battles. He did a great job. Uh, you know, he's, he's he's playing well, and and he, what I'm seeing is his acceleration downhill. Uh, down into the line of scrimmage, and through the windows he can find in that offensive front, are, he's doing great with that stuff. He's he's really playing through that
0: offensive line. Great job by by Ryan. And we're talking about a Berwick Bulldog team. We're at halftime. Berwick leading Sealsgrove 16 to 7. Sealsgrove had taken a seven to six lead with 3:23 to go in that first quarter to put them up seven six, but 10, un- 10 unanswered points by the Berwick Bulldogs, and they lead 16-7. Over the Seals Grove Seals and we're talking about a Berwick team coming in tonight averaging 33 points per game They put up 41 in the first quarter on average or 41 points in the first quarter 41 in the second quarter So they were averaging 82 points in the first half or they were put up 82 points in the first half throughout the first four games So Seals Grove holding them to just 16 points in their first half another big check on the positive side for the Seals Grove Seals now It's about carrying that throughout the game. We know this Berwick team is going to start tight formations, see if they can run the ball, and you can't let them wear them down. Come up big plays, get a big stop, as you said. Put the ball on the offensive side and put a possession together here and cut into the 16-7 lead. There could be no mental drop-off right now.
2: They've got to step up, and they've got to get it done. And you know what? I think we're in a place where we can do that right now.
0: Get ready. Start the second half here on Eagle107, eagle107.com. Again, Seals Grove trailing the Berwick Bulldogs. 16 to 7. We got to hear updated scores from across the valley, uh, around the valley. We'll continue to do that. We call that the Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard. Also, keeping an eye on the Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. And of course, that was the Montoursville game. So we'll continue to keep an eye on that one as they're playing the Loyal Sock Lancers, two future opponents for the Sealance Grove Seals, and something Zach was saying off the air there, we know that Seals grow playing at this level if the offense can continue to grow we know what the defense is capable of doing you feel very good about the remaining second half of the season and about the competition they'll face with the Montoursville, with the Loyal Sox and with the Danville but they gotta continue to play at a very high level. Well, And and
2: just think how good our defense will be when we start putting good, long, sustained drives together, and and they're off the field. Uh, that that will really uh, increase the effectiveness of our defense, too. Right now, they're back yeah. to the wall. They're they're just they're fighting uh, every time they
0: go out there. Right. Seals Grove will get the second half kickoff. We've got Dean Hollenbach, Nyland standing about their 10-yard line. Dave, you talked about these runbacks have been close. Oh. A couple blocks here and there, and it could be Tony. turned into a big return.
2: One of these is going to go. They, last time, it was one player away, and we missed them. But these are close every time.
0: Montes will kick this it away. It'll go to Dean Hollenbach at the eleven and he muffs it, picks it up off the turf, trying to run away from defender, does. Gets away from Lopez up the sideline, gets out to the 20-yard line. So by muffing it, there was a scramble there. He gets it to the 20-yard line, and it'll be a first down and ten for the Seals Grove Seals at their own 20-yard line. But the wall was set to our bench on the far side of the field,
2: and it was there. If he hadn't have muffed that ball that would have been a nice return
0: he gets it out to the 20-yard line Seals Grove will face with a first down at 10 from their own 20
11: exactly
0: unable to easy take easy. advantage of that wall that was established like you said off the muff and it kind of messed up the timing on that so Seals Grove first down at 10 from their own 20 they're in I formation with two wide receivers split to the left Shock's gonna roll to the left he's gonna be hit take it down Never had a chance. Mason Lawball, the guy you spotlighted in our pre show, gets to him quickly, Danny never saw him coming. Yeah, he's
2: a quick kid. He's just out quick in our offensive lineman right now. Danny, he sprinted out through his left side. It looked good. The running backs had the edge sealed on the left side. Danny was getting outside. And Lawball just got there from the backside, side uh, and, and just caught up. It was, uh,
0: Danny didn't have a shot. Lawson will play back to the 10-yard line. So Lawson loss on 10 on now one. It's going to set up a second down and twenty for the Seals Grove Seals. Two wide receivers split to the left. Confusion in the backfield at the moment as Danny will be in the gun. Takes the stop, rolling to the left. Design keeper this time. Gets to the 15 and knocked off his feet at the 15. Good shot that time coming across from the defensive line. Jake. Lanny, the junior, 6'2, 225 pounds, takes Danny down at about the 15 yard line. After pick up a pickup of five, it'll be third down and 15. That was just a designed
2: run, quarterback outside. And uh,
0: no room at the end. So it sets up a third and long. They do mark it outside of the 15 at the 16 yard line. Third down and 14. Always put an eye where Wilk is. He's standing at the 30-yard line between the hashes. Danny Shock rolling to his right, getting chased. No time. Going to get rid of it. Nowhere to go with it. He throws it out of bounds, smartly, as there was nothing there to be chased from behind. And unfortunately, that possession gains nothing. It's going to be a punting situation here for the Seals Grove Seals. Fourth of the
2: 14. The Seals Grove obviously decided that they couldn't pass from the pocket, so they're sprinting Danny out to the right and left. and every time we do that we're one man away from getting him out
0: there where he can throw
2: the ball that time it was a defensive end on the left side just
0: actually defensive tackle just
2: came clean
0: mauer and wilk will stand in Seals grove territory about the 49 yard line waiting for the metzger putt this is a good snap he's going to get it away it's going to go to wilk as he's nope he's going to not be able to field it and it's going to roll And Seals Grove favor to the 43 yard line. Metzger once again coming up big there and gets off a good punt, not able to be caught by Tegan Wilk. And something we talked about on the way here, Zach brought up about Tegan Wilk struggled with the catch of punts a year ago, and he's not been able to catch one here tonight. And it's in favor of Seals Grove Seals and gets a good roll. And I think it's because Metzger just punts those weird balls. I mean, he. They they
2: wobble all over the place when he kicks them, and, you know, it's a it's rugby-style kick. I think I said something about it last week, but
0: they are just not catchable balls. And it's a benefit to Seals Grove, but right. Berwick will have great field position at their own 43-yard line. First down and 10, they lead 16-7. Ten minutes to go here in the third period. 4-0, Berwick Bulldogs, 2-2, two and two. Seals Grove, Seals in a battle. Long ball into shotgun formation, gives it to Mason. He's got room on the edge, and he's going to be upended by Ryan Almond, finished off by T. Hoover at the 49-yard line. So this will be a pickup about five. Nope, they're going to give him all the way to midfield. So I'm going to stop saying that they're down at a certain spot because officials and inexact science put it wherever they want. I guess. Second about three right now. Somehow they put it all the way at midfield. Yeah. So they're going to give them a. Seven-yard pickup. It'll be a second down and three. 9.30 to go here in the third period. Seals Grove trailing 16-7. to Trips to the up. left. Lobock's going to keep it. Hit in the backfield. And he's going to bounce off would-be tacklers and finally hit to the turf. Almost lost it. He has a lot of fumbles on the season. He's able to keep it. Brandon Heil got in there, helped finish it off with the host of defenders. But it's a loss on the play to the 45-yard line. So now it's going to be a third down, and we'll call it... About eight for the Berwick Bulldogs. Just starting the second half, nine minutes to go. Berwick leading 16-7. The last play was a zone read, and
2: Nate Schoen actually blew that up at the point of, of contact with the, the running back. Quarterback faked the ball to the running back, and Nate Schoen just hit both of them. And they came off of him. but Nate
0: stayed on it and made the tackle. Going to have to come up with another big play here. Showing blitzes on and he steps out of it. Lob quick toss out there didn't see his receiver turning out throw it inside of him and he's screaming at him yeah, they're screaming at each other once again and fortunately for berwick not for seals it falls incomplete but it almost picked off
2: that was to preston robbins preston was not a happy camper after that throw
0: he went out the ball was behind him falls incomplete punting situation brett four going back let's get a clean catch here see if we can get good field position as nyland and four standing inside their 20-yard line about the 18-yard line, waiting for the punt. It's a high snap, but caught by Sheptak. The kick is away, it'll go to Brett Ford. He's looking for that wall you talked about. Up the right sideline. Cuts around a defender. Still going up the sideline and thrown out of bounds as he crosses the 40 out close to the 45-yard line. Looks like the market about the 45-yard line. Nope, now they're going to walk it all the way back to the 41-yard line. <laughs> the officials stand here at the 45-yard line, and they walk it three yards back. Unreal. <laughs> it's fun. Unreal. This is intensity. I'm a fan. I'm a Seals Grove fan, and if you are listening for the first time, I'm not apologizing. No, you need to apologize. <laughs> Be among friends. <laughs> All our listeners here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. So Sealsgrove has it first down and 10, only trailing 16-7. Their lone touchdown coming on Josh Nyland's pick six. They go with the I-formation. Chuck uh, under center. Gives it to Schoen. Tiptoes in the backfield. Runs over two defenders and stretches it out to the 48-yard line. Good pick up that time, about 7 for oh Nate Jones, best my run of the night, almost doubling the entire rushing attack in the first half on the one run. Now they set it back to the 48.
2: We just lost the yard on that. We,
0: <laughs> I got to stop. I really got to stop. I got to lost I gotta the yard. But that,
2: I was going to be happy, but now I'm not. But that was a good lead play on a first down. It was going to be second
0: and three. Two and a half, yeah, three. three. Yeah.
2: Now it's second
0: and four. But that was a good looking lead play. Let's get another one here. Turn. Give it to Schoen. Does the same thing. Bounces off a defender. Crosses the midfield. Could be hit and taken down into. Nope. They're gonna mark it back up to 50. I did it again.
5: I put it. I thought he got into
0: Berwick territory. He didn't. He's back at midfield. So it'll be a third down and a long two. Seals go trying to keep the drive alive. 7:29 to go into third. That was a stretch play to the left. It was. It was Amund leading Schoen
2: shown planted a foot and got up inside. He saw a lane, which you're supposed to do if you're a good running back. He did a great job. It looked like he had about five yards on it, but it looked like we only got about three or four. But that was a good looking play.
0: Right at midfield, trying to pick up the first down. Gonna give it to Ryan Allman and nothing there. He's down. Don't be stopped. And they're going to say he lost two on the carry that time, so it's going to be a fourth down. And you would think Metzger's going to come out, we'll see if he can't pin Berwick deep again. He did it the time before that, eventually led to a pick six. To see what happens here. You know, it, it's surprising that the seals have hung
2: in in this game as well as they have, based on, on all the things that have gone wrong for them so far. But our kids are answering, man. Their their heads are up and they're they're working.
0: They're battling. And see if he can get a good punt. Looking to pin Berwick deep. Fake coming. Goes to shown. He's not gonna get there. Now he's able to bounce off a defender. Still going. Looking for a block from T over. Gets it. First down. Into seals, into Berwick territory, and finally out of bounds as he gets to the 35-yard line went with the fake, able to shake off two would-be tacklers, spins opposite direction, reverses the field, and takes it to the Berwick 35-yard line. Biggest play of the game to this point for the Seals Grove Seals. First down and 10 at the Berwick 35. That was just unreal athleticism. That was a a, a fake punt right. It was
2: completely stuffed. He bounced off a defender, came back, broke a couple of tackles, ran up the left sideline. Great job. Out of bounds. First down. Huge first down
0: huge momentum change in his football game just there shown was able to wrestle his way for a big first down on that fake and speaking of fake shout out jason carpenter listening at home to the seals grow broadcast welcome jason it's going to go to shown again trying to get to the outside underneath the defender falls for get defenders for eight still going first you know what i think see the- where they mark it as it goes inside the 30 yard line i think the seals found out they can beat this team if they want to as shown carry defenders looked like he was going to get to eight yard on that pickup they will mark it for a six yard pickup but i'll take it and it was a beautiful push off that right side as shown comes back a big high five for ryan almond that was an outside
2: zone right shown started going to the outside again he saw the lane inside planted a foot got
0: up inside real tough yards second two or four trying to keep the momentum here danny shot quick drop back look at got kance out there makes the catch at the 25 It'll fall down there it looks right like right at the marker down
5: See the officials yep,
0: they'll give him a first down first down for seals grove now They had two first downs in the first half the entire first half And they get a huge one there to follow up the fake punt run by shown seals grove in business at the perfect
2: 25-yard line that was a hitch pattern to the outside receiver Dan Danny did a great job of throwing that ball. He stuck it right on his numbers and, Pat, who was the receiver on that play? That, that was, was Kance making the catch. did a great job of turning it up and getting the first down.
0: First down and 10, high formation with two wide receivers split to the right. This is going to go to Schoen again, trying to bounce to the outside. Oh, shoestring away from stretching that one out, but give credit. Defensively that time, able to get to him, that Zaluko, he's a senior, 6'1", 225. Got to Schoen, no pickup there. It'll be a second down and 10. But it was close. That was
2: very close. That was just, like you said, it was a shoestring tackle. He would have gone. That was an inside run to the right,
0: as I believe it was a, a lead right. And he bounced it outside. He almost went. Second down and 10. Ball sits at the 25. Seals Grove trailing 16-7 with 429 to go here in the third period. Shock drops back under heavy pressure. Rolling to his right. Going to be tripped up. Okay. He didn't get rid of it. And he's going to be ch- Tripped up by Montes, he gets to him, lost on the play to the 30-yard line.
11: Our Blaze Alexander
0: for tough game of the week is Loyal Sock and Montoursville. The Lancer hosting the Warriors. Updated score, Montoursville leading that when 20-6 at halftime. That's our Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week. So we, it, we're at a third
2: and 15 now from the Berwick 30-yard line. This is four-down territory in my book, Pat, although we've we got to get 15 yards.
0: See if he can cut it in half, make it more manageable here. Two wide receivers split to the left. As Nyland's in the slot on the left. Heavy pressure again, coming on shot. Rolls to his right. Still looking. He's going to get rid of it. Throws it out of bounds. He was looking for Metzger that time. Nothing there. I'm going to ask you, kind of, keep an eye there on the routes. You know what? What are our guys doing in the routes? And not creating. Danny's rolling to his right. He's got two wide receivers split to the left, making it a very small window, small field on the right side. His only receiver was Metzger, and he was double teamed out there. Wasn't well, going to get he, it. When he gets chased out of the pocket, it's extending
2: the play, and so our receivers are off their routes now. When he gets out of the pocket like that, and they're just they they're just trying to find an open space and come back to the quarterback and give him a target.
0: Big fourth down play here, trips to the left this time. Shock drops back, looking to the left. It's going to throw out here behind Brett Ford. Ball incomplete. Ball will be turned over on downs. I, you've heard it a bunch of times
2: we already, but the thing we've been successful with so far tonight, throwing the ball, are just the short hitch plays. And that's coming off that's coming off of, of a run for, in a prior play. It's coming off of a, a tight formation with, with an eye behind the quarterback. So... We've had a little success running the ball, and that's opening up those short passes for us, and that's exactly what we need to do. It was unfortunate that we lost those yards on that third down, or the second down. Had a
0: big fake on that last possession, a fake punt. Got Sealsgrove the first down, moved it into Berwick territory. Had some momentum there, but it possession ends there. Turnover on downs back to the Berwick Bulldogs. They have it their own 30-yard line. Lombok in a shotgun formation, looking over the middle. It's got Teague Will. In and out of the hands of Teague Hoover, falls incomplete. Wilk looking like he was open there for a moment. Lombok tried to hit him well over his head, and Teague Hoover I don't think ever saw it. Not saw his short of path. No, I don't think so. But you know what?
2: One thing I've noticed about um, about him is that the receiver is that if uh, they're trying to get him the ball, Wilk, at all costs, but if he's not getting the ball, he
0: doesn't do much. So it's a pretty easy read for our defensive backs. Second down in 10 after the incompletion. A mismatch over there as is that ship tack on the far side yep no that's uh wilk wilk they're gonna go with the run play this is gonna to go to Lopez he's trying to get to the SP and chase from behind and be finally be tackled at the 37 yard line Ryan Allman in on the stop There's a big block in front of Lopez Ryan Allman able to make his way through It'll be a third down and three another big third down play here for the Seals Grove defense they trail 16-7 with 3.03 to go here in the third period this series Seals Grove's gotten away from a cover two they went
2: to a cover three which means they only have one safety deep They don't have two safeties to help out on the single receiver side, which means that we have a cornerback on the single receiver side isolated
0: on their receiver by himself. They go with a bunch formation, tight formation. On his third down play here, Laubach turns, pitches it to Wilk. Wilkes is going to try to dig. He's not going to get there. Gets his head blown up by Schoen, short of a first down. Now, Schoen just walked back to the huddle, but a great play defensively by Schoen. Couldn't see who got him down low. Maybe Micaiah Showers, but it's just short of a first down. It'll be a fourth down, and they're calling it two for the Berwick Bulldogs, and they're going to go for it with 2.19 to go here in the third period. This is a candidate for the Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. If Seals Grovey get a stop here. This will be a candidate for the third period for the Smokin' Damn Health Center backbreaker play of the game, but a timeout would be taken here by the Berwick Bulldogs, and we're going to take one as well, as we said, back to Sean Gary. 16-7 here, Sean. It's a battle here at Crispin Field. What other scores you got going on around the Valley? All
10: right, guys. Thanks very much. Aubrey Alexander, Toyota, out-of-town scoreboard. Early third quarter, Jersey Shore shutting out Shikalemi, 33-0. Also in the third on 100.9, the Valley, Shimokan up twenty fourteen over Lewisburg. Mifflinburg, 35-0 over Warrior Run. Early third quarter, Montoursville, 20, Loyal Sox, 6. Plus the third quarter, it's Wellsboro, 34, Hughesville, 7. Bloomsburg is up 14-12 over South Williamsport. And... Uh, Last check at halftime, Danville, 21, Milton, 12. And North Schuylkill with a couple of seconds ago A couple seconds ago, getting a safety. Mount Carmel is leading North Schuylkill 17-15. to Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Berwick we go for Pat, Ryan, and Zach.
0: Wide receivers each side. Big play here. Fourth down and about two. Shotgun formation for Lombok. Wilk is split far to the left. Brett Ford defending on him, they're gonna run the ball. It's gonna be a keeper by law ball, right to the first down marker and he'll have enough. He'll cross the 40 yard line to the 40 yard, one yard line. But boy, it wasn't easy going that time, but it's a first down pick up for the Berwick Bulldogs and they'll move the chains. They join Sean Carey on Eagle 107 to wrap up your work day. Hey, Sean keeps, those seven, keeps the seven song super set going every hour. We'll get you cranked up for the rock and roll with 5 o'clock attitude adjustment. Then on Friday, Sean kicks off the block party weekend at 3 p.m. on Eagle 107. First down and 10 for the Berwick Bulldogs. Shotgun formation. Lombok's going to give it to Mason. He's going to be hit, taken down after a two-yard pickup. That's Brandon Heil with the textbook tackle around the waist. Mason not able to get more than two. Good play, second down and eight for the Bulldogs. One thirty to go here in the third period. Seals Grove trailing by 9-16-7. That was a great hit by a tackle by Heil on his first varsity start against Berwick in the open field. That was a great tackle. Against a very elusive running back, yes. and Aiden Mason. Great second job. down play here second down and eight coming up on 110 to go here in the third Sheptok is gonna go far to the right. It'll have nylon on him trips to the right Long snap by Lomba. It's gonna give it to Mason. He's got some room in front of him. green grass He's gonna be hit by T. Hoover and go down, but it'll be into seals Grove territory first down pickup close to the 40-yard line in seals Grove territory a good Lock it out in front of that time for the Berwick Bulldogs picks up the first down. mark Market at the 42-yard line. Kissinger will go out. Kants will come in defensively for the Seals. Clock continues to run with 40 seconds to go here in the third period. Seals Grove trailing 16-7. to Trips to the left this time. Some movement up front, no flags though. It's Mason's going to go up to the left he's got room he gets to the edge he's going to be knocked out of bounds on the far side by Nylon, who had to fight off the Sheptock block but it's going to be enough for a first down and pick up about 12 on the
2: far side they're just giving the ball to Mason to run outside and we are we are in a cover two right now and they're running trips they're running it to the trip side which means that they have one more person than we do on that side and we just don't have enough people there
0: see if adjustments here is they'll end up Going the trips to the right this time and there's a flag on the play. too many guys in the huddle and they're gonna to have to walk that one off
5: Illegal
2: participation.
12: Yeah. Carm
0: Francisco is bad not bad happy bad here bad on bad the near side bad as bad he bad is ball yelling ball. at his coaching staff Too many guys in the huddle but the walk that went off so a penalty against the, the Berwick Bulldogs. We needed that That's a good break. <coughs> They'll put the ball outside the 35-yard line for the Berwick Bulldogs in Seals Grove territory at the 36-yard line 28 seconds ago here in the third period Sealscro Seals trying to shut out the Berwick Bulldogs here in the third period. They put up twenty-four points or twenty-seven points alone in the first in the third period on the season. Lombok's gonna fake it. Broken play. He's right with it, goes down quickly. Is that Bainey on the stop there? Lombok was looking for a running back to do a little RPO. Nobody there, and uh finished off by Bainey making a good stop. Yeah, that was
2: that was a, a, a
0: that was a broken play.
2: And uh Great job by Bainey. Solid tackle.
0: Our kids are tackling well. And they're going to let the third period run off, and long ball continues to come over shaking his head. So that ends the third period. We switch it to the fourth quarter. Seals Grove, Berwick in a battle. Seals Grove trailing 16-7. Come back. We'll have the fourth quarter for you. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com. Injury, pain,
12: suffering. People turn to
0: expensive, addictive drugs and surgery
12: before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shamokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin
4: Dam Health Center
9: Designed with you in mind
1: we are Eagle 107.
0: Seals look for the first win of the season. As they do it Sunday afternoon as they head to San Francisco. Pre-game show starts at 225. Kickoff to follow. It is on 100.9. The Valley. We move to the fourth quarter here at Crispin Field as the Seals Grove Seals Trail 16-7. They took a 7-6 lead all the way back in the first quarter. Berwick ran off 10 unanswered points to take this 16-7 lead. Seals Grove shuts out the Berwick Bulldogs in the third quarter. So right now we're sitting as we move into the fourth quarter with Berwick leading the Seals. 16-7. Second down play here for Berwick. Second down and 13. One wide receiver split to the right. Nylon on Sheptock. Lubbock's going to pitch it to Wilk. Wilk off the right side, runs into a defender, and it's going to lean forward inside the 30-yard line, close to the 28-yard line, hit by Hoover and by Ryan Ahmed, short of a first down as it will bring up a third down and eight for the Berwick Bulldogs.
2: That was just a a, a basic toss, right? They think that they can beat us to the outside right now. Our outside linebacker did a great job getting upfield, turning it back in, and our pursuit got there
0: he got some yards but he didn't go big and that was wilk that's their that's their good one it's going to be four down territory you think for the bulldogs third down and eight long to shotgun formation he's going to give it to mason mason's going to try to get to the end Be chased by Schoen. Schoen throws an arm out trips him up and he falls to the turf Great play by Nate Schoen, doing everything he could. He was able to get to the running back, just reached out that big bear arm, that bear paw, and got
2: to him and knocked him down. He out. did a great job, and I'll tell you what, that was a quarterback counter going back to the right. They showed action, they showed motion to the left, they faked the ball to the left, quarterback just pulled it out and went back to the right. They had a lead block around in front of them. I'll tell you, Schoen did a great
0: job. Berwick faced with a fourth down and eight here. Just moved into the fourth quarter, trips to the left. Now Robbins is going to go in motion. Lombard looking for him, getting some pressure from Sean. He's going to get rid of it. Catching it is Wilt. Makes one man miss, and he's going to be tackled at the 20-yard line, which looks like it'll be enough for a first down by one yard. T.E. Wilt making that happen after the catch. And Teague Hoover laid a lick on him when he caught that ball.
5: So it's a big
0: first down for the Berwick Bulldogs. As the fans here on near side applaud a good catch and run by the senior, number seven, Teagan Wilk. Berwick trying to add to their 16-7 lead here in the fourth quarter. Two wide receivers going to split to the left. Tegan Wilk, the lone receiver on the left. And this is going to go to the low man in the backfield. That's Mason, and he's going to be hit. Knocked out of bounds by Micaiah Showers right at the 20-yard line. See if they give him to the 19. One-yard pickup, second down and nine for the Dogs.
2: That was a good-looking defensive play. Our, our, our guys got there in a hurry. Everybody they kept their, their shoulders squared to the line of scrimmage. They crossed faces. Good job by the Seals
0: defense. We're in the fourth quarter here. At Crispin Field, Seals Grove trailing 16-7. Ten minutes to go in the game. This is a team that averaged 33 points per game. Right now, Seals Grove holding with just 16. They're trying to continue that defensively, even though Berwick has it inside their own 20-yard line. Blitz coming for the Seals. Designed run once again by Lawball. Hit by Trey Beatty, and he goes down. Lawball gets up, screaming again you can't get that from your quarterback you? No, can you no do that? quarterback he has... shows up somebody every time a play
2: happens yeah quarterback has to keep his head he, he's the leader out there he's got to have he's got to be the guy with a cool head he's got to keep everybody where they need to be mentally so short
0: pickup brings That's... up another very important third down
5: play here.
2: Absolutely absolutely this is third and about uh, seventh this is huge
0: Nine thirty to go here in the ball game balls on a 17-yard line some personnel questions here people kind of pointing out but they go trips to the right long ball under center this time Blitz coming long count turns rolling to his right steps up try to throw back to the left look at gotta get rid of it try to throw for his tall receiver out there knocked out of bounds defended well Brett Four out there. Also, Brandon Heil defended Cleaver. Remember, Cleaver looked like he had a sting in his shoulder. He was unable to go up and make a play on that, even though he had the size advantage. But it's knocked to the turf, and here comes a fourth down play for the Bulldogs. I'll, t- I'll tell
2: you what, Brandon Heil just did a great job defending that ball. He got himself right up against
0: that receiver into his chest and just turned around and batted the ball down. Cleaver comes back, leaning over at the huddle. He's not 100%. He couldn't make a play on there and took a hit from Brandon Heil at the end of that play. This has been a physical, hard-hitting football game. Fourth down play here for the Burbank Bulldogs, leading 16-7. They have it at the Seals Grove, 17-yard line. They need to get to the 10. Blitz coming, low snap to Lombard, rolling to his right, under pressure, being chased from behind. Now he's going to take off and run, and he's going to be upended at the 11-yard line, short of a first down, and the ball will turn over on down.
2: Yes, great, great play by our
0: defense. Was that T. Hoover that came up and was able to get to him? You could tell that Lombard was kind of winding up that he was going to jump. And Teague Hoover and other white shirts got there, Turn the ball over on downs, give it back to the Hillens
8: Grove Seals.
0: Teague stayed up. I think
2: he anticipated him trying to hurdle him. Teague stayed up and laid a lick. Great job by the Seals defense.
0: First down and 10 after the ball's turned over on downs, and that could be a candidate for the smoking Dam, or is a candidate for the smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. First down and 10 for the Seals. Nine minutes
2: and four seconds. We need to drive right now. 904 left in the game use some clock
0: and get some points on the board is the recipe right here for the seals you see cleaver defending here might not go in he is banged up heavy pressure on chalk and will go down just no time this is getting the more look like he did last year when
11: danny was
2: a was of eight sacks that was mason laubach once again number one on the defensive line he came clean I, I don't think we got a hand on him i don't think we got a pad on him on the line of scrimmage. <coughs>
0: So Lawson will play all the way back inside the five yard line. Look like they market mark it about the three yard line. So now it changes your approach here, trying to establish a run game, but that's going to be difficult as you have it second down and long. Second seventeen. The shown the lone back in the backfield, wide receivers to each side, two to the right, one to the left. Shotgun goes to Shock. He's going to design run here. Looking to get a block from Shown Does it? he fall forward to the five. Sean did get a block out in front of him. This is what Shock was looking for.
2: Yeah, Sean did. And and Wyatt Metzger just absolutely handled Mason Lawbach on the line of scrimmage.
0: So still going to set up a third down and long. Eight minutes to go here in the game. Seals Grove trailing 16 to seven. They took over after a good defensive stand to turn the ball over on downs, but then had a sack and a short run by Shock that time. And it puts the ball at the five-yard line. They need to get all the way out to the 21-yard line for a first down. 740 to go here in a game. Shock drops back. Heavier pressure again. He's going to throw it, and that's going to be intentional grounding, you would think. It is. Uh, no.
11: Really?
0: Either intentional grounding or they're going to say roughing the passer. Let's hope it goes Seals Grove way. The officials are now going to talk about it. This is where Ryan, go that back to Ryan. Is it or is it not? Yeah is it what you're thinking it is right you're going to talk about it and change your mind right
2: right and with with everybody breathing down their neck here they're, they want a safety over here in berwick
0: as tegan wilch standing right next to the referee trying to get his word in so what's the call here still no go. are they going to pick up the flag what are they doing they're waving the no flag. flag off i think they wanted to call an illegal forward pass intentional grounding
2: but We had a receiver that was coming back to that throw. That could not have been a valid
11: call.
0: So now it sets up a punt opportunity for Wyatt Metzger. So they threw a flag. No description of what the discussion could have possibly been about. Now we're asking for Wyatt Metzger to do what he's done all season and punt this ball away. It's a low snap to him. He gets it away. It's going to be a high kick go between Wilk. As he makes the reception going up the left sideline. He's got a wall ahead of him. Up the left sideline to the five. He throws the ball out of bounds. But it goes out of bounds and not into the end zone. If that ball went into the end zone. And now Tegan Wilkins up doing what he does. He's chirping. Unfortunately, goes out of bounds. They're going to put him all the way back at the five-yard line. And now you're asking the defense to come up big once again.
2: Yeah, this is, this is too much to throw on a defense. That, that's... That's a shame. Uh, Berwick actually set a great wall to their bench, and that's something they've done all the way back to the George Curry years. They walled through their bench on punt return. It was it was a good punt by Wyatt Mesker, but Wilt caught it,
0: and and they had a set, a wall set. It was a good job by Berwick there. And puts them in business, does Berwick, at the five-yard line. They lead 16-7. Look to add to it here. Goal First goal down, goals to go from goal. the five. Asking a lot of your defense here. Mason alone back in the backfield. Lawbuck turns, gives it to Mason, tiptoes off the right, runs over defender to the goal line. Touchdown for the Berwick Bulldogs. He was hit hard by Brett Ford. So the Berwick Bulldogs take advantage of a great return by Tiga Wilk to Take it to the five-yard line. One play drive, takes it to the end zone. Five yards out, it took just five seconds to make that happen, the five yard touchdown run by Mason, puts it in the end zone. Now Corrick will attempt the extra point here to push the lead out to 23 to seven. The kick is up, plenty of distance, and it is good. Uh, 7-16 to go here in the ball game and with a great return by the Berwick Bulldogs in a one play drive finished off Mason takes it from five yards out the extra point good and it's now Berwick leading here in the fourth quarter 23 to 7 that's the Sealsgrove forward drive summary Sealsgrove's had their opportunities and what we've seen from Sealsgrove after the first four weeks we weren't sure we knew they had the dud against Jersey Shore. It wasn't the true team. Mentally, they weren't there, weren't prepared. They were able to beat Lewisburg to start the season. Then they played Southern, and we knew the outcome of that. Just didn't know what the score, final score would be. Then they get the win against Chick. But this, defensively, is the best performance they've had all season. Pat, they're playing hard. They're playing their the defensive. Well, actually, I think all the kids are
2: playing their hearts out. The defense is performing well. Uh, they've been on the field all night long. We've got to get some blocking on that offense. We've got to get things in sync. It, it, if we can just keep the defense off the field and consistently move the ball, it's going to be a different football team. We and we're close.
0: We're close. We can get a good return here. It's going to be a short kick. Got to come up for it. The ball is rolling towards the sideline. Hollenbach finally picks it up. Turns. Gets away from one guy left sideline he's gonna cross the 23 get it close to the 24-yard line But Berwick takes the 23 to 7 lead on that one play drive covering five yards after the great return 36-yard return by Tegan Wilk the extra point good Berwick leading 23 to 7 that's the Seals throw for forward drive summary again three big plays three big plays three scores They have the long Reception by Sheptok in the first quarter, setting up a five yard touchdown run to start the scoring for Berwick. Then they had the long throw to Sheptok in the end zone when he went up and over defender. And you have the return by Wilkes, setting that one up. One play, five yards. Berwick leading on those big plays 23 to 7. Now you gotta look to establish some offense here for the Seals Grove Seals. Andy Shock rolling to his right. It's a design run. There'll be a flag on the play. It was holding on the outside there. And this one looks like it's going to come back against the Seals Grove Seals.
5: You know,
0: Seals
2: Grove, if, with, if this team matures a little bit and, and we get comfortable yeah, with what we're doing offensively, we can be a good football team. Uh, these kids played their tails off. And I'm going to tell you, this is this game is a bit of a statement about our conference and about the Wyoming Valley Conference as far as I'm concerned. Berwick, they are the studs of the Wyoming Valley Conference—and Seals Grove right now is a a two-and-two, two, sometimes struggling football team. And we come up here and we're three plays away from being in in a dogfight with this team. I don't know. I, I think sometimes with all the the, the TV they get from scranton barre up there, that Wyoming Valley Conference is a little overrated. I'm probably really putting myself out there now, but I'll take uh, I'll take the Heartland Conference any day.
0: Seals Grove can. Try to carry a possession here offensively. See if they can do just that. Danny Shock being chased again. It's going to get no time. He's going to get rid of it. Throw it up a prayer. It's going to be incomplete as he was looking for Metzger. He was defended out there by talk Never had a shot. And, and Danny's just not going to be able to complete passes. Running for his life on every possession. No, he's, he's running for life every time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And we have. Something Going on, I think uh, some kids are stuck together. Maybe the helmet is stuck or something. He finally gets it back. That's Monty's yeah. He's gonna have to come to the sideline as his helmet came off He's not coming to the sideline, but usually if your helmet comes off now, he will He's coming off coming into the game will be number three. That's Hughes Unsportsmanlike contact conduct by both teams. Huh, I didn't, Where's the flag? I didn't see if I like uh, now I, all the kids okay. moved out away from Seals Grove. Okay. It sits back there at the, about right. the three yard line.
11: <laughs>
0: Wake up every morning with Rob Center beginning at 5 a.m. with the Rock and Roll Morning Show. You also will be able to catch the weekly comedy breaks, rock news, rock history, celebrity birthdays, and more. Rob also has helps you get your workday started with the 107-minute superset. But the most music to start your day on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. As officials continue to chit-chat here what the down will be. They're going to say it's second down here following the off-setting penalty. 6.42 to go in the game, 23-7 lead for the Berwick Bulldogs. and Grove trying to put a possession here together. Hollenbach will be in the I formation. Rolling to the left is Chuck gets rid of it. Can't makes the catch, blown off his feet. About the 18-yard line, hit by Tegan Wilk as Kant's will slowly get up and get back to the huddle. Good hit that time by your safety, Teagan Wilk, after the short pickup by Danny Schock to Kance. Gonna call it a third down? Or it's about a third down and about 15 maybe 4 we'll call 14 for the Seals Grove Seals. Any under center, eye formation behind him, two wide receivers to the right, he's rolling to the right. He's looking, gonna get rid of it, throws up there for Nyland, not a chance. Pretty defended good. well out there by Cleaver.
2: Pretty good, yeah. Uh, Cleaver defended Nyland very well. It was very
0: good protection that time. It was a sprint pass right, great job. We just couldn't get a receiver open. Remember after tonight, the Seals Grove Seals will be back home taking on the Loyal Sock Lancers. Last check, Loyal Sock trailing Montoursville. Loyal Sock came in tonight, three and one. If they fall to Montoursville, will fall to three and two coming into next week against these Seals Seals. Now, Derek is livid. There's some discussion going around. The ball is being moved around. Ryan and went over to Derek and explained something to him. Derek called timeout, and he sprinted over here. Now he's talking to head official. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot. To know what's going
2: on? No, there's the, the officials lost control of this football game a long time ago, and now they're to the point where they have they have nobody's respect, and and everybody's questioning everything they do. It, they lost
0: control of this game. So we're going to take a deep breath. Send it to Sean. Maybe an updated one score, maybe two before you bring it back. Sean, give us some updated scores, please.
10: All right, guys. Thanks very much. Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Couple final scores in. Mifflinburg. They have shut out Warrior Run 42 to nothing. And Montgomery 56-14 over Kowaneski Valley. Currently on WKOK Jersey Shore up 39-2 to over Shickelamy. And Lewisburg has taken the lead over Shimokin 21-20, late third. Scores updated at Eagle107.com. Back to
0: the guys. Appreciate that, Sean. Officials continue to chit-chat. We'll remind you, come out of after the game, we'll check on other games around the Valley. Final stats, final game analysis, all part of the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. That's coming up after the game. It's the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. Got late guys coming in for Berwick on this play here. Fourth down in a punny situation for Wyatt Metzger. Looking for a good snap. See if he can't boot this one away Low snap rolls off the turf under heavy pressure gets it away It's gonna bounce at the 48 get a good roll for Seals Grove inside the 40 Still rolling at the 40-yard line. It'll be spotted down there by T. Hoover and Berg will take over at their own 40-yard line with 546 to go in the game Seals Grove trailing 23 to 7 to the Berwick Bulldogs, if you just joining us, all the scoring started as Tegan Wilk took it from five yards out, put Berwick up 6 nothing. after the extra point was no good. Nyland had a pick 6 with 3.23 to go in that first quarter. The extra point good by Rule. Seals Grove led at that point 7-6. We move into the second period. Berwick run at 10 unanswered points as Hinkle hit a 32-yard field goal. With 6.38 to go in the first half, Sheptock got the 24-yard touchdown reception and put Berwick up 16-7, and that would be the score at the end of half and at the end of the third period. And Berwick's added another score, Mason five yards out, extra point good, and that's where we stand. It's a 23-7 lead for the Berwick Bulldogs. Berwick will take over at their own 40-yard line, 5.46 to go in the game. Shotgun formation for Lapa. Takes the snap. Gives it to Lopez, trying to drag defenders and does beyond the 45-yard line out to the 46-yard oh, doing line. Doing Micaiah showers in on the stop. Look like Allman and Heil involved in the play, too, but it's a six-yard pickup and a second down and four for the Bulldogs. That was just a straight-ahead okay. dive right. Good run by that uh, the running back from Berwick. Good job won't be in any hurry here. 5-19 to go in the game. Berwick to look to improve to 5-0. Two wide receivers split to the left. Blitz coming for the Seals. Going to go for the inside handoff this time. Ryan Allman, first guy there. Makai Showers helps to finish him off. So Nick Young, number 50, that checked in. I see Steve Miller, number 60. He's in there on the defensive line as well after the short pickup. Ball sits at the 47-yard line. It'll be a third down
2: and three for the Bulldogs. Ryan Allman just did a good job on that play. He saw that coming from, from a mile off. Great job. Halfback came from the right to the left. Uh, got just got a straight handball from the quarterback. Ryan stayed inside out on the football. Met
0: him on the line of scrimmage. Great job. Seals look to get a big stop here. Tegan Wilkes split to the left. Shep Talk split to right. Been a big play receiver tonight for the Bulldogs. Blitz being shown again by the Seals Grove Seals. Third down play here. Lombok's going to keep it straight up the middle. Hit by Ryan Almit. Short of a first down as he gets to about the 49 yard line. So it'll be a fourth down and one. Now let's see what they do here. It's Does Caron put this one away, or will he try to go with the jumbo package? It looks like the jumbo package is coming out on the field. Seriously, twenty-three to seven lead for the Berwick Bulldogs. They have it at their own forty-nine yard line. It looks like they're going to go for it here, with three fifty-five to go in the game. Late guys getting into the game. Personnel issues. Guys coming in and out for the Berwick Bulldogs, and they finally will get Monty's out there. As he's going to line up on the left side. We're going to have a timeout taken on the field now. A flag going to be thrown as Karm's scratching his head here on the near side. His officials going to come over and chit chat and tell Karm what the play, what the uh, penalty was. So now he's going to have a discussion. I don't see much of this. I don't see. Derek told me a long time ago. Officials usually don't give you much of a conversation. No, they tell you and they walk away. Yeah, they don't want it. They don't want to deal with this guy. This is a long conversation here.
2: Yeah, he's chattering. He did the same thing with Coach Hicks on the other sideline uh, uh, the last uh, timeout that Derek took.
0: It's not a good sign when you have to explain every call.
2: Uh, this official's part of the show, and and you don't need to be part of the show as an official. You just get your job done.
0: And we still don't know what the call is yet. No. Here, we're going to get it now. Dead ball. It's at legal participation. Illegal participation. So it's going to walk off the penalty, put the ball inside of the 45-yard line. Do they punt this one away? It looks like they will. They broke the huddle with 10 guys. Somebody came on the field late. So they'll punt it away. So Carmen can't be happy with all that. It's not a, one of their big games. This is this is not a sharp game by Burwick whatsoever. They do lead twenty-three to seven with 30, 33 to go in the game. Sheptak gets this in a way good high kick. Brett Four is going to run underneath of it at the nineteen. Cuts it up to the twenty-five up the left sideline. Still got some room. Tiptoe out of bounds. Hit as he gets out of bounds. Brett Four throws a into the, the tackler's hands on the far side. No call being there. Red didn't like the fact that he was pushed, but he got five yards out of bounds. Again, you can't retaliate, and, and that happens here, you know you're going to get those things. you got to be disciplined enough to walk away. Yeah, They're fortunate it happened in the Seals Grove bench, so I don't think any officials saw it. But Seals Grove will take over first down and 10 from their own 34-yard line. 3.20 to go in the game. They trail 23-7. As Berwick's run off 17 unanswered points, at Sealsgrove had taken the lead, seven to six. Chain guy's taking a bit of a time. The guy in the red looks like he tore a hamstring. He's <laughs> taking forever to get down there. So. I thought I it was like, a quad. Think, oh, quad. Yeah, it was <laughs> a, it. Yeah, maybe the quad. Yeah. Good chain guy though. I mean, intense uh, <laughs> yeah, no. over there, but they are. He, he's injured. They've done a fantastic job. Chain guys don't get enough credit. They're running up and down that field all the time. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. But, but hopefully he's okay. Medical attention. Yeah. I'm sure he'll get some medical attention. They're after. very athletic over
5: there. Yeah.
0: He's got a good stance, he's ready to handle that change, And everything come his way. He is. He is. Alright, now we got this. Remember the flow we talked about last week of the Chicolambi game? Yeah. Where's the flow? This yeah. second half has had this none of that.
2: This fourth quarter has been a torturous. This 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 has been terrible. <laughs>
0: First down and 10 for the Seals. Handel's going to go to Hollenbach. He's got some room. Second level, hit by Will, bounces off of him, and he's going to take it beyond the 45-yard line as he'll get to the 46-yard line. So most impressive run run that time by Hollenbach as he's able to pick up the first down for the Seals to take it it beyond the 45-yard line to the 46-yard line. First down and 10 for the Seals, trailing 23-7, three minutes to go in the game Hollenbach takes the snap, good to Hollenbach once again, it's going to be shocked taking the snap, giving it to Hollenbach, short pickup. nope, back to the original line of scrimmage and that's going to be it for Dean so it's going to be a second down and ten crowd here on near side, wants to give Bainey a hard time for pancaking a guy and putting him into the turf and completing the play until the whistle blew, but good job good job by Trey Bainey on the play Second down and ten for the Seals. They have it at the Berwick 46-yard line. And the gun is shot. Gonna give it to Hollenbach, trying to get to the edge. Runs over a defender. Tough run to get maybe two. Third down and eight for the Seals coming up on 2-15 to go in the game. Seals Grove trailing
5: 23-7.
0: Things wrap up here. They'll drop to two and three. Berwick will improve to five and oh after tonight the Berwick bulldogs will face valley view next friday night for the seals they'll be back home to take on the loyal sock lancers handoff goes to hollenbach once again shakes the defender hit at the 49 yard line falls forward to midfield it'll be a fourth down and 5, 4, or 6 for the Seals. It looks like they're going to punt this one away as the clock continues run with 1.30 to go in the game. Fourth down play here for the Seals. As they're going to punt it away, Metzger. Tegan Wilk stands at his own 10-yard line. Metzger will try to keep it away from Wilk. Kicks it away from Wilk. It's going to bounce at the 15, get a beautiful roll to the 10-yard line. Metzger continues to play like an all-star from his punting chores. Is able to pin Berwick deep in their own territory. Seals Grove trailing 23-7 with 1.06 to go in the game as Berwick has been able to run off 17 unanswered points. Seals Grove had taken the lead 7-6. But it was the Berwick Bulldogs who got the most of it, and they lead 23-7. Metzger just had a great punt again. You just made that point, but he, he... Kicked a,
2: a corner, a, into the corner uh, of the pylon. He had that ball roll out on
0: about the, the eight or nine yard line. That was a great job. Keeping it away from the explosive Teagan Wilk. Had a big 36-yard return the last time from the last punt. So great job by Wyatt Metzger. Looks like backup's coming in for the Berwick Bulldogs. Yeah, they're a whole lot. So Karm is going to be very content to take a 23-7 lead yeah. into the final minute of this game and get the win here and he can just take a knee a couple times and we're out of here. Another big battle for Carm Francisco against the Seals, Gross Seals he will even up his games against the Seals in his career at 8 wins, 8 losses but uh, this was a battle. His team's been tested I'm sure he's glad they were tested because he's going to have a lot of stuff on film to talk about as his team continues into the second half of the season. I think people have to realize how good football is down our way you know, this is this is the cream of the crop uh, at Berwick up here. And to play here, play under the, yeah. a team that had all the confidence in the world, sitting in at 4-0, yeah. playing at home, big Friday night game, yeah. and, and, and we, uh, Seals played well. We really did it with very little offense. 25 seconds to go in the game. <clears throat> Stick around for the Service of Electric Cable Vision game as this game is about to wrap up here. They don't have to run another play here. Also, after the game... You get scores and highlights from across the region with Sean Carey in the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. The teams are going to beat at midfield as the Seals Grove Seals come to Crispin Field to give it everything they got. They fall to the Berwick Bulldogs 23-7. to Seals Grove will try to ride this momentum moving into week number six next week as they'll return home to play against the Loyal Sox Lancers. We're going to take a break come back. Get ready for the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Why are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. It's
9: that time already? Yep. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farms Corn Maze is open. <sighs> and I want to meet last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. Then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's
4: nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event and memory. You are so corny. Check out ColesStoneyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Coles Hill Tree Farm on Mexico Road, Milton, or at ColesStonyHill.com.
13: Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always gonna find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com. And we have one of the largest elections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a thousand dollar mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always gonna get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg taking the deals the other guys won't.
4: Watto Chiropractic. We provide care for your injuries and back pain that doesn't use drugs and avoids the risks of surgery.
2: Hi, this is Dr. Watto. If you're suffering, call us. The sooner you begin care, the sooner you can get relief. We'll help you recover naturally. Call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600
1: or visit us on the web at WattoChiropractic.com. Eagle 107 is WEGH Northumberland Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealins Grove Seals Football.
10: SEALs Football presented by Sealins Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Sean Carey in studio. In just a moment, we'll start the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. First, let's check our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard. They're now in mercy rule on WKOK at Thompson Street Stadium. Jersey Shore leads Shikalemi by score 39 2. Great ball game tonight on 100.9. The Valley Lewisburg has taken the lead over Shemokin 28 20. That's on 100.9. The Valley in the fourth. A couple final scores have come in. Mifflinburg has posted a 42 0 shutout over Warrior Run. In the fourth quarter, Battle of the Bridge, Montoursville 34, Loyal Sox 6. Also in the fourth, Wellsboro 41, Hughesville 7. Fourth quarter, Jim Thorpe 42, Midwest nothing. Fourth quarter, Bloomsburg 14, South Williamsport 12. Final score, Line Mountain 35, Millersburg nothing. In the fourth, Danville 49, Milton 12. Jess went final in Fountain Springs, North Schuylkill 29, Mount Carmel 17. Every play on offense by North Schuylkill in the second half was a running play. Final score, Montgomery, 56, Columbia Montour, Votek, 14. Southern Columbia has still not given up a point this season. They shut out Central Columbia, 62 to nothing. And fourth quarter scores, Upper Dauphin, 48, Tri-Valley, 14, and Newport, 40, Halifax, 7. It's time for the Seals Post Game Show, sponsored by
1: Service Electric Cablevision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess.
0: Welcome to the Service of Electric Cablevision post game show here from Crispinfield. As the Seals Grove Seals fall to 2 and 3, the Berwick Bulldogs improve to 5 and 0. Seals Grove will take on Loyal Sock next week. The Berwick Bulldogs will face a Valley View. But as you heard Dave and I talking about throughout the entire entire game, Seals Grove played well. The defense was put in very difficult situations a couple times. A couple big plays. They had a big punt return. They had a long pass to Shep to put the ball at the five-yard line. And a play later, both of those ended up touchdowns. So those are very difficult situations to be in for the defense. But we thought the defense played very well for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, welcome to the Surface Electric Cable Vision post-game show here on Eagle 107, Eagle 107.com. Looking down on the field, Dave's going to catch up with uh, Headman Derek Hicks uh, gives us a chance to talk about the Schmoker Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. The backbreaker play of the game is the 36-yard punt return by Tegan Wilk that set up the touchdown run. A play later, for the Berwick Bulldogs, and pushed the lead out to 23 to seven, and that would be the difference in the game. So, the the uh, Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game is the punt return by Tegan Wilk. That's the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Schmokadam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Look at that on the field. we got Dave. All right.
2: And we are on the field here. Uh, you're listening to the SEALs Post Game Show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. First person I'm going to talk to is Trey Bainey. Trey. I thought the defense did an outstanding job tonight most of the night. Uh, you gave up three big plays that resulted in three scores, which really was the difference in a football game. What are your thoughts on
5: the defensive effort tonight? Hey, you know, they're a good team. I mean, they're ranked in the state. You know, it is what it is. But we always come out and we always pound it. We always we always beat them. I mean, it is what it is. Score is 23-7. I mean, there's nothing much you can do. I mean, there's only so much a defense can do.
2: You had your backs to the wall much of the night. You guys were on the field a lot. I noticed that uh, they're a real fiery team, and and uh, and they were a little chippy. And and you know that Coach uh, Carm is a guy who gets them fired up. You guys seem to meet that fire
5: with fire tonight. Any thoughts on that? Well, before the game, in the locker room, we didn't have our speaker, and we just kind of sat in silence. And I feel like we needed that, and we just need to keep continuing doing that. And it was, I mean, coming out in the field, we were ready to play. I mean, f- for the longest time, it was. Seven, six, them. I mean, we pounded it. You
2: know, I agree. You guys play hard. Congratulations, Trey. You did a very good job tonight. Thank you,
5: Ryan Ahmed. What are your thoughts on the game tonight? Uh, defensively, it was a good effort. We all played together as a team. Played downhill, fast, hard. We held them close there for the most of the game. Towards the end, we let it go. I think it was a pretty good effort all around. Ryan, I have to agree. And I,
2: I saw you. We we. Picked you out to do this interview with because we saw some incredible tackles out of you tonight. Uh, have you been focusing on your open field tackling?
5: Uh, yeah. Uh, just this hard actually. Uh, we started off, we tried out something different, and uh, it was working well. We got in high playing outside backer now. Wyatt moved in inside backer as well, and we're coming together. Our defense is doing playing really well. Brian, I agree. You did an outstanding job tonight. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Really, what I'm, what I saw was an outstanding effort by your defense tonight. I, I, they were on the field all night long. Uh, it looked to me like three plays went, three big plays went, and and which eventually resulted in three scores, which really was a difference in the game. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I mean, we talked before the game. Uh, I, I thought for if-
14: field flip make them drive the field that it you know we had a chance and uh you know we had an interception early that gave them a, a 20-some yard field the punt return which gave them about a three-yard field and uh you know th- those two plays kind of flipped the game there when you look at it offensively there, there were sparks but we just couldn't you
2: know we couldn't maintain a drive and, and, Coach, one of the things we talk about up in the booth was that uh, when, it's going to happen, but when you, the offense gets moving and starts crossing lines and moving chains consistently, your defense is even going to get better.
13: Yeah,
14: yeah, and I just told the guys that after the game. I said, you know, you look at the way Nate's running, the way Dean's running. Um, Danny had some good things tonight, threw some nice balls. We've got great receivers, and, uh, you know, I said once we can put the pieces together, and, and get that offense to start putting drives in, all all that confidence. I mean, like you said, defense played well, but when you're on the field a lot, it, it makes it tough. And, um, you know, with Loyal sock Danville, um, you know, I, I think I'm looking – it's kind of a positive thing, I think. You're not going to see the, the level of defense that Berwick had tonight. And uh, that's going to be good for our line, good for Danny, and, and I, I'm expecting big things out of these guys coming up.
0: Coach, all right, thank good you. Good luck. Appreciate checking in down on the field as Dave was able to catch up with Ryan Almond and also Trey Beatty played well in defense aside. Seals Grove comes up short 23-7 to to a very good undefeated Berwick football team to come here play at Crispin Field and really was in a battle the entire time. They led 7-6 at one point. And, uh, they saw Berwick score 17 unanswered points and win 23-7. It all happened with Wilk getting the first touchdown, a five-yard touchdown run. They completed a seven-play drive covering 75 yards, a big throw to Sheptak to put the ball to five-yard line, and he eventually would go in for a score. The extra point was no good and 6-0 lead at that point for the Berwick Bulldogs. Nyland had a pick six, returned at eight yards, 3.23 to go in the first quarter, and that would be the score at the end of the first quarter, 7-6. And then Hinkle for the Berwick Bulldogs kicked a 32-yard field goal. That put Berwick up 9-7. And then they came back. Sheptok won a 24-yard touchdown reception with 4.34 to go in the third period or in the second period. And that was back-to-back scores for the Berwick Bulldogs. They led 16-7. At the end of half, and also at the end of the third, they would add one more touchdown as Mason took it from five yards out. That's after the Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That's a 36-yard punt return by Wilk to the five-yard line and finished off a one-play drive by Mason. Extra point good, and it was 23-7. Seals Grove would fall to the Berwick Bulldogs. We're going to step aside, come back, continue with the Surface Electric Cable Vision postgame show. We'll get the stats run down for you. Dave will make his way back up to the booth, get final analysis, get ready for next week's game against the Loyal Sox Lancers. All that and more as we continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com.
8: Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use with live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster, and you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit sccv.com
11: slash TiVo to learn more.
10: Here's Kyle from WNL Subaru to introduce the new draft picks for the impressive 2020 Subaru lineup.
11: Check out the newly redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models. They offer a new rugged and sporty design and upgraded technology with 11 inches of touchscreen control.
10: Come explore the 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models today at WNL Subaru in Northumberland or during the
11: Bloomsburg Fair on C Avenue. Drive like a champion with a new Subaru from WNL. Find us online at WNLsubaru.com. Eagle 107. The primetime NFL on
0: WKOK this weekend features the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cleveland Browns Sunday night at 730 on a new week for NFL football. Starts Thursday night and the Eagles at the Green Bay Packers starting at 8 o'clock. NFL on WKOK. Dave, you're down on the field. Check it in with the players and with Coach Derek Hick, sometimes you get a different sense down on the field than maybe we get up here in the booth. What was the feel? What, what sense did you get from the coaching staff as uh, Derek addressed the team?
2: In, in all honesty, Pat, it was, it was more like what we were thinking. Um, pretty much it was that we, everybody feels that the defense is playing well. Uh, They gave up three big plays, uh, which resulted in three scores, which was the difference in the game. But when we start getting the offense moving and we start crossing, crossing lines, getting first downs, and getting scores it's going to make it a whole lot easier on the defense, and we're going to become a pretty good football team.
0: And I like that point that you continue to talk about, and you mentioned it, Derek Hicks, and he agreed with that, that your defense will continue to play better when they're not pressed into so many desperate situations and so many difficult situations, and tonight we saw that. You had the long pass to talk at the 5, Wilk takes it in for the score. Get a 36-yard touch or a punt return by Wilk. Put it at the five, and it being a touchdown run by Mason. And that actually, the punt return was the schmokadam Hill Center backbreaker play of the game because you felt once they did that, and yes. finished up the score exactly what the feel was that that this this game is now out of reach.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and and that is the one that put it pretty pretty much put it out of reach. Yeah, you're right, but it is. It was Pretty amazingly consistent the message down i i felt real upbeat with the players I, I think that they felt a a little bit of a sense of of relief in a way maybe a little bit of a sense of accomplishment in that they stayed with an undefeated football team with some corrections we can we can be as good as they are if not better so
0: i i you know it was it was a positive message and you saw a lot from berwick in terms of their demeanor uh, they were frustrated at times. They were being hit. The guys were coming off. Had to deal with some, some nagging injuries. They were in for a battle. And I, I would think, and you know, as a coach and for Carm, this is a good game for them because they might have been feeling like they were much better than they were. This might set some things straight and really gives them a lot to talk about preparing next week against Valley View.
2: I, I completely agree, Pat. And I think that they they truly thought that they
0: were going to have an easy an
2: easy game tonight with us. And and we came out and we surprised them. Uh, they're a tough football team. You, you got to give them credit. But on the other hand, you're right. Uh, I think that uh, they're going to benefit from this game a whole lot, Berwick, because they, they found out that they can't just show up and win a football game. And I don't think, I think they were surprised at, at how good we are from, once again, my point, from the Heartland Conference. It's good football. We're bringing you
0: the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show here from Crispin Field. Going to run down the numbers here. Seals Grove falls 23-7 to to the Berwick Bulldogs. Looking at the team numbers, Seals Grove ended up with just five first downs. They had two in the first half, three in the second half, just 45 yards rushing. Hollenbach got involved and had some good carries. But they only ended up with 45 yards rushing, just 35 through the air. Danny running for his life. They really need to sure things up that way to give your sophomore quarterback much more of an opportunity to complete passes. So we know coaches will be working on that. 39 plays, only 80 yards for the Seals Grove Seals, 80 total yards, four penalties, 43 yards, and Danny had one interception. For the team numbers for the Berwick Bulldogs, 13 first downs. They rushed for 155 yards. They threw for 126, so on 56 plays, they ended up with 281 total yards for the Berwick Bulldogs. Penalty-wise, five penalties, 25 yards, and at one interception thrown by the Berwick Bulldogs, that was Nyland's eight-yard pick six, alone score for the Seals here tonight. Look at individual numbers first in the rushing department for the Berwick bulldogs mason 14 carries 70 yards and a touchdown the quarterback ended up law ball with 52 yards on 16 carries wilk had five carries for 22 yards again Sealsgrove doing a great job against a very uh, explosive player in teague tegan wilk tonight with just 22 yards but he did have a touchdown that was the five yard touchdown run in the passing department, long ball ended up 7 for 18, 126 yards, a touchdown. And that pick, his receiving core, Chep talk two catches, 69 yards and a touchdown. The one was set up a five-yard touchdown run by Wilk. Wilk, three catches, 27 yards, and can't speak enough of that defense. Able to shut down Wilk, who's a very explosive player, just 27 through the air and also 22 on the ground, and he was gifted with a five-yard touchdown run to start the game for the scoring. For the Seals Grove individual numbers, uh, Danny Schock, five for 13, 35 yards and an interception. Uh, Kance ended up with three catches, 18 yards, four, two catches for 17 yards. And the rushing department, shown nine carries 37 yards hollenbach six carries for just 19 yards and danny shock was running for his life most of the time so he ended up uh, being credited for nine carries for minus 15 yards so when you look at numbers that way dave it tells a story on a big way and that is that you can't put up a lot of numbers with only getting uh, 80 yards total on the game on 35 plays on the flip side seals grove saw berwick handle the ball 56 plays they give up 23 points and the message you continue to bring it's on a couple big plays things that can be corrected absolutely
2: and you it's no surprise to me that the numbers match what we've been saying you know the, the entire game uh Sealands grove has to work on on getting better and you know they're not far They're not far from being a pretty good football team.
0: Hey, to hear the replay of this game, go to Eagle 107, click on Sports Schedule, and click on Seals Archives to catch this game or any game uh, throughout the year. And, again, that's at the Seals Archive on Eagle107.com. Next week, we'll be back home. They go on the Loyal Sock Lancers. You can catch all the action right here on Eagle 107. Remember, also each week, Eagle 107 brings you play-by-play action of the Bucknell Bison football with Doug Birdsong, Kevin Hurst starting with the Bison build-up on Eagle 107. They're on a bye week, but catch them next week. That's the Bucknell Bison football. Again, next week for the Seals, they'll take on the Lowell Sock Lancers back at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, and Dave Hess starting at 6. Derek Hicks pregame show at followed by the 7 o'clock kickoff. That wraps up Seals Post Game presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Again, the final score of Seals Grove Falls to Berwick 23 to 7. For Zach Showers, our stack guy, Sean Carey, our producer, and Dave S. This is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for Seals football on Eagle 107. Up next, scores and highlights from across the region with Sean Carey and the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.